the Writing on Games cast. It's episode 43. Today is, well, we're recording this on the 19th, but we made sure that we recorded it on the 19th so it could go up on 420, baby. It's, it's God blaze it, man. And bla- blazing it with me today is my ever gracious co-host. It's one Nico Blakely. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good, sir. How you doing? I'm, I'm all right. I'm, I'm doing great because... For the second time in the in the writing on Gamecast's illustrious history, we have a special guest. Oh, it's writer, self-proclaimed mercenary. It's Devin Hall. <laughs> I feel so bad because I just realized I'm like your second guest ever, and that's <laughs> such a low bar to start at already. Dude, <laughs> we we we. You you impressed us on the fucking call before this, so it's uh, so I like I th- I think we're in for a good podcast here. Um, I, I'm I'm actually like really excited about this. Um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, you've you've written for Paste, you've written for Video Game Choo Choo, um, and you've done a bunch of podcasting and stuff like that. From from what I recall, uh, like yeah, just kind of like tell tell us tell us a bit about yourself, man. Uh, God, where do I start? Um, <laughs> well, I didn't even start off wanting to write about games. I think I was just looking for any assignment I could get because I just graduated from college and I needed to pay my bills. Yeah. And um, luckily ran into uh, Garrett Martin, who gave me my first assignment ever. And he uh, <laughs> was uh, nice enough to let me do it in the form of a Dear John letter. Um, All right, okay. Which, okay, so I was wondering if you knew what that was. Mm. No, um, I mean, I, I read, I read like your your camera pieces and stuff like that. <laughs> like, I, oh I, no, that's just that that's just that that is to actually pay the bills. But like, when I want to have fun, I'll try to mess around with an article I'm given. Right. Okay. So, uh, a, a dear John letter is a letter that is usually written to uh, a lover to let them know that you're breaking up with them. It was the original <laughs> uh, breakup text, like back way back when. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I I wrote about Elite Dangerous and why I didn't want to play it. So my first. <laughs> okay. I, I just realized my first games writing article is about how much I don't want to play a game. So that just really started my career perfectly, I think. <laughs> oh, man. No, I mean, that's, yeah, like, I mean, I'm I'm, in, I'm now interested to know why you don't want to play Elite Dangerous. <laughs> like, I love that game. I, I think my first excuse was I didn't have money. Ah, right, okay. And so I think now that that's, I guess not completely true anymore i guess i should try it now like i i was able to buy a computer that could run it now so i really don't have an excuse but i think my other excuse was they were trying to charge dlc for like skins which i didn't like i was trying right, to like okay. yeah. to make a hot take about that and <laughs> in retrospect no one cares takes, man it's, yeah, look, it's gotta keep them I, gotta keep them scorching um but yeah like it's 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 interesting to to kind of have you on because you know we we kind of we bonded over Twitter talking. I think you know mainly. I mean, you're 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 like you're a fellow Giant Bomb fan, and we kind of like started talking about that. But then also, you like me have gone through the rigor rigmarole of trying to pursue freelance writing and all the pain that that comes with. Um, but yeah, like it's it, it, it's it's. It's interesting to kind of talk to you about it because, like, um, you know, like we as as writers, I think it's, it, it, you know, 
it's it's hard to kind of see yourself getting to a stage where it could become stable and it's like it's comforting to know that other people hate it as well <laughs> like um but yeah like i i guess you know like how how's how's it going like have you been pursuing it lately um i've been pursuing full-time work more than anything yeah, yeah. and uh like that's what i want because i don't want to try to balance a full-time job and try to write on the side yeah, yeah or yeah. try to live off of freelancing because that also sucks yeah, yeah um and i've i've had some relative success like i've had a couple of interviews which i didn't even think would be possible mm-hmm. so it's like i keep getting little bits and bites here and there um and i'm i feel like i'm so close to moving forward with writing but also i'm at that stuck point to where I'm not freelancing enough or I'm not networking enough or I'm doing something wrong or I'm just going to disappear off the face of the earth. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, those are my only options at this point, but that, like, <laughs> yeah, like you were saying, like trying to make it stable and trying to like get to a point where you're like, I can do this and I'm a writer. I, I don't think I'm ever going to get there. Cause mm-hmm. like, I was like, I, I'm going to be the next, you know, Edward R. Murrow. I'm going to be the next Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> Huff some ether before this podcast. <laughs> but like you you can't really do that anymore and you like or at least i feel like until i get like a full-time job and until i you know am getting more fulfilled and getting more help in this i guess like i just it seems like a hobby at this point which sucks because i have a degree in journalism so it's like a big waste of paper and student loans yeah i mean it's it's interesting because it's like you know I mean, I guess, I guess for me, it's a little bit different just because I have the channel and stuff. And it's like, basically, whenever I've like pitched an article to someone and inevitably it's gotten rejected, I'm just like, well, I guess I'll just write about that for myself. So it's, it's, it's interesting, like having that, that avenue, like, I mean, is, is that something you've kind of considered doing at all? Like kind of starting your own thing or... I was going to say, you've done the smart thing of building yourself up and doing a lot of the legwork. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to, you know, write out scripts and do my own work. I'm actually, uh, I was actually starting up an idea that I've been meaning to do for a while, mm-hmm. but I'm just so lazy that <laughs> I get in my own way constantly to where yeah, I'm like, yeah. no one's pushing me to do this yeah. and no one's going to care about it at the beginning, myself included. So why do I want to do it? But then I'm like, oh, I really want to do it. So like, I guess I'll briefly talk about it. I've always wanted sure. to do like Orson Welles style radio plays, you know? Fucking um, yes. And I, the one I really want to do is actually about the game we're talking about today. Uh, <laughs> I want to do. So the reason I want to do a Persona 5 one is specifically to stick it to Atlas. Just so I just, like, <laughs> like, I want to I want to spoil their whole story on like a dumb SoundCloud channel I've had for years. And like, but, you know, I guess change the names of the characters so I'm not infringing on anything, you know? Like it's just yeah. and like I keep thinking about this idea. I'm like, I can do it, and it's either gonna be a wild success or my first copyright infringement. <laughs> no, no, it's and, it's not it's not Yusuke, it's Yosuke. Get yeah. get it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he, came, he, came, he came back. Uh, oh no, he didn't he didn't say get bent, he said get better. <laughs> <laughs> Kanji really loves hospitals. No. 
<laughs> uh, no, that that that's that's like a really dope idea, though. Holy shit! <laughs> like, I like that a lot. Yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> like, I know, and I like I was waiting on talking about it or even messing around with it until I got to you guys because I want to see like if people respond positively to the idea of it. Yeah, I'm gonna be more likely to do it. Uh, yeah, so. for sure. I mean, it's it, it's weird because it's you know. I think I think a lot of people nowadays are going down the you know analytical games videos route and stuff. I mean, I, like <laughs> I, I I went I went down it thinking like, hey, I've got a niche here. I can talk about literary theory and in, in you know in terms of like video games and stuff. And then I was like, oh, about a million fucking people are doing this already, you know. And um, I, I, like especially now, like because even when you're going down you know article writing routes and stuff, it's like you really you kind of have to at least be thinking at, on some level how hot is this take that i've got <laughs> you know it's, um and like it, you know so if 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 you can like come up with an idea that kind of um you know sub, like gets underneath that and says well actually no we don't really need to have it be about takes at all you know it's, um i th- i think that actually is like maybe the best way to go now so it's so that's that's really like interesting that you've kind of got that kind of thought out at least on some level but yeah i i I mean i would absolutely encourage you to do that but i i also totally understand the idea of like having to motivate yourself to do it like for me mm-hmm. it's uh, yeah it's <laughs> nico it's uh like for me it just kind of became a thing of like this this sounds really cynical but it became such it became like an important part of my revenue so i was like okay well if if i can do two pieces a month then that you know that's a good level that you know allows me to maintain a level of quality and research and um you know all that but it also like you know if i don't get those two things done like i'll 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 be okay but i'm i'm like you know, it, it 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 creates problems that I'd rather avoid. So I'm like, okay, so two pieces a month, that is a good, like it's it's a good kind of motivator, I guess. But it's um, like I I don't know, I I've I've I like all the work I've been doing for the last like two years or so now has been freelance ever since I got out of fucking retail. So it's um, you know, I I'm I'm used to having to fucking like put myself out there and say i i don't know if i'm gonna you know get all the money i need this month you know um but yeah i mean like how, how do you how do you feel about like you know having to like fit that around like real life you know the, like your ideas and stuff and your writing and everything like i i think i'm on the same wavelength as you because i want full-time work because if my ability to live and survive and pay my bills is based off of something I want to do, I'm going to be a lot better at it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I was saying earlier, like, it feels like a hobby right now because I'm getting the occasional article every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But, like, <laughs> I hate saying I'd rather stake my ability to live on this. But I think if I did that, it would be, you know, just important enough for me to put out the effort i guess because right now like i've got a full-time job i've in retail unfortunately but Mm -hmm. like 
yeah, like I I would really like to be able to push myself and f- get past the sloth that I find myself at times. Like I I can I mean, think of so many I can think of so many ideas for articles and for like that radio play idea. I thought of that like 2 days ago. I can do that, but then getting it out there and getting it I guess profitable or ready for the masses, that's where I always get stuck. Well, I mean, yeah, the, the thing is it's like it, I should say the old, like the time it became you know at least somewhat profitable for me was only in like the last you know kind of like nine months or so like before like you know it, I, I haven't exactly been you know super secretive about the fact that I kind of started the channel when like I, I kind of I had I lost my retail job because of depression and stuff and it was, it was a really fucking bad time and I was on like benefits and everything and i was thinking you know i i i I have some time now i could either like you know just ride out and see when when i get better enough to do the next retail job or i could just fucking try this weird thing and probably not make anything out of it but at least it'll fill my time um and so at least initially like the videos i i tried to do it once a week you know the super bunny hot model at first but it was uh you know that it, it, for like, one person that's that's way too much yeah i mean i i, I don't know how fucking people like super bunny hop do it to be honest but um you know he barely it, even sticks to it anymore does he like, uh, yeah i mean it's, it's kind of yeah it, it, i mean the the past few weeks he's been in japan and everything like that but you know it, i i i don't know it's 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 intense try, even doing like every two weeks trying to come up with something and like formulate an idea of what that video is going to be like and there 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 are, there are a lot of variables that go into deciding the topic for an episode like writing the script editing it down because like one of my things now is that i you know i try i try my best to keep things under 10 minutes at all times just and that often involves a lot of you know going in there and like chopping it up which comes from my experiences writing articles and stuff um but you know man it's like i guess essentially what i'm saying is that you know having having the impetus to do it be financial is not like the best way to be i'm just saying it's like a way to be it's it's like part of what keeps me doing it i guess like which sounds really fucking weird to say because it makes me sound like i'm just doing this for the money but it's like no I'm, I'm doing it for its own sake but like the money that like creates a kind of a, a sort of stability out of it that that kind of says to me okay if i can if i can be stable in the in how i produce it that can give me some stability in return and it's, it's 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 a really weird relationship about how that works but it's it's weird for me that that comes from like youtube and not like the you know writing for sites that will pay you because like we you know we've been through this a lot in terms of like pitching for sites and trying to get those article ideas it can maybe be like one of the most disheartening things you can ever do in like from what i've found it's it's kind of fucking ridiculous how how much you have to put yourself out there and also be ready for the biggest amount of rejection you will probably ever face like it's 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 crazy it's like going for about 
like 20 job interviews a day and like half of them don't even speak to you and the other half tell you how terrible you are <laughs> it's, um but yeah I, I i don't know like how how do you find the process of like pitching and stuff do you do you like do you have the same kind of existential crises that i have on like <laughs> when i when i do it or i have such a huge fear of rejection and like <laughs> the the biggest dopamine hit i get out of writing and everything is when people tell me i do a good job yeah, like yeah. i'm such a sycophant like i <laughs> want the like i want the acceptance more than the money almost but like yeah 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 every time i get a rejection email or not even that it like at, at the beginning it was you know terrifying and just like heart-wrenching yeah but i mean as i get i guess more jaded and more rejections <laughs> i just kind of stopped caring i'm like yeah no you've you've got a website to run and sometimes yeah. that does not involve me that's fair but like nowadays even before you pitch an article you have to email an editor and like send them in stuff you've done before yeah so that they can tell like you know it's vetting at the end of the day they have to vet people as best as they can so yeah. that they're not wasting time um and so like even that process of like the first contact with this person that i've been squawking at at twitter for a couple of yeah, days yeah yeah like i'm about to go into a business agreement with them i'm like that's <laughs> this is insane to me because when i first started i just like talking with people on twitter which again is how we met yeah yeah of I course just like talking to this scottish guy who sent in an email to giant bomb he seems all right <laughs> yeah yeah dur during what might have been the height of my depression <laughs> yeah you told me that like yeah. i think you told me that in private one time and i was like oh shit that's kind of impressive and that, terrible at the same time yeah i mean like when when i mean I, I i think i said i was drunk on bucky i wasn't actually drunk on bucky i was drunk on quite a lot of whiskey <laughs> it was okay a, no that's uh, that is a is noted the email? step up wait what Did, are you have, you, is, have you not heard about this email have i not told you about oh this email? No, no, it's, is that the one that i was uh like you just told this was like four years ago something no, now like it was, you, it was like 2014 yeah yeah oh, okay I, there was I one the where I, I was listening to old episodes and you were talking about how you had sent in an email one time and yeah, then yeah, yeah, as yeah. you were saying that i was like washing dishes and i heard it and i started <laughs> laughing uncontrollably because i <laughs> There's only one person that could have been. <laughs> yeah, Hamble. That's right. <laughs> yes. Did you say like "fuck you, Dan" or something yeah, like no, that? It was no, like right. So what, what happened was I, I was I was drunk as fuck, and I just sent in this email that was like you know um, just the the most incomprehensible mess you could ever fucking imagine. I was like, uh, Drew, 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 you're a military man. Go go to North Korea or something like that, and find find out more secrets. I, I don't fucking know. Um, <laughs> And uh, and then uh, like I, I said, uh, Dan, Dan, you're a cool man. Something about Metal Gear Solid. And then then immediately afterwards, I was like, oh, I should send in something that says fuck you, Dan. So I just sent another email that said fuck you. Dan That's right. Riker. It was the one he read right after. <laughs> the thing I remember most about this email was you rated all of them on the most incomprehensible scale. Oh yeah, ever. yeah, 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 yeah. It was like four like, four hundred four hundred and ten percent yes yeah 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 that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what sticks in my mind and that's what made it so great because i'm like no he actually he actually has something going right now I, like it made total sense to me that's all i know <laughs> there was a lot there was a logic at play there it was yeah of course <laughs> so you know it's may, it may have come at a dark time but it's it's I, you, you gotta laugh <laughs> it's, uh, but yeah uh, and yeah. like I actually went through something similar. Like when I first started freelancing, I was actually homeless for most of that year. Mm -hmm. So like I would 
push out articles and the only way i would be able to do that was like stop by a friend's house borrow their playstation and play the game that i was supposed to write about <laughs> borrow their wi-fi like all right see ya <laughs> yeah. go back to my job and sleep in my car so like <laughs> yeah i i know what it's like to be at the like yeah. bottom of the barrel well t- there's probably worse ways to live of course like, yeah yeah for sure it, it was it was the bottom of my barrel that's for yes. sure yes and that that <laughs> yes that 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 is important it's like you, you get to a certain level and you're just like fuck me um and you know it, it, i've hit that low kind of quite a few times when i've been writing and stuff because this because that, that that email was before i'd started writing i was kind of I've been thinking about writing for years and I kind of had all these script ideas for a channel that I wanted to start and it just never came to fruition. Like, I just didn't finish anything. And then, like, I I started and, like, once I got that first video done, it was a lot easier. And then it was like, okay, it was was actually, it was when Austin was, was debuting the freelance program that I was like, maybe I should, like, write in about this and i pitched to him and he didn't he didn't take the pitch but he like um advised me to go to these different sites and stuff and i was like cool whatever um and like one of the kind of defining things for me was like was pitching to zam for the first like have you have you read any zam stuff yeah i remember uh daniel rindo was out there for a long time yeah 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 she's she's now at waypoint um but she was she was doing a lot of work for for zam and like i i i was put through the fucking emotional ringer by by zam like and like laura is laura is maybe like the best editor i've ever had because like looking back on it at the time i was like you know it's like you say like the acceptance is is kind of crucial and i remember like the first article i did or i pitched and got accepted for for zam was uh it was on the witcher 3 and it actually got cancelled like i submitted a couple of drafts and she was like look this isn't working and i was like fuck this is the worst feeling i've ever had and that is a bad place to be when you when you're like okay we're about to post and then just like something happens this was just like she was just not happy with the article like she was just like oh, this okay. is this is not what i wanted and stuff and she was like fucking brutal about it um and like at the time i was like holy fucking shit i feel like the fucking biggest piece of shit on the planet um and then like she she later like eventually like you know i i, I ran another piece through her and stuff and like and it was a piece on the modding scene of no man's sky which you know it was actually a lot of fun to do um and it's like at first i was kind of thinking like is she just being like really brutal just because i'm like a newbie or whatever like is this the weird nepotism that i'm kind of that i've kind of sensed in the industry or whatever and then you realize no it's just like she wants the best piece out of you and like like basically all she was saying throughout that entire process was be more direct say what you want to say in the least amount of words possible in the most descriptive way possible and i was like well fuck okay and that has like influenced the way i've written for the channel and stuff in like in a way that i can't really like overstate uh and it so so it's weird the idea that like the brutality of that kind of stuff like 
it may seem super brutal at the time, but like you take those lessons on with you into other things, and like so. It, essentially, what I'm saying is that freelance writing is just a combination of the lowest points you will ever get to, and then when that article is finally fucking published, it's the best feeling in the world. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't know. It's 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 not something I could like recommend people do. Like, God because, no, because because it's because it's it's so because you know you're doing this stuff, and it's not like it pays well. Like Zam, to to the credit, Zam do pay the writers like very very well. Like for for what that site is and stuff, it's 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 great. And the editorial, the the editorializing you get on on that stuff is is really great um but it's it's so unstable in general like to get to a point where you can actually it's, it's that way where i don't know how i could get to a point where i could just make writing articles a stable source of income like i i can't comprehend it i've been writing about video games for two years now and i can't get into my head how how that how someone could just be a freelance writer and that's kind of crazy <laughs> it's uh I, I don't know but um but yeah I, I i could i could talk about the weird existential crises of writing <laughs> for fucking days but um i, fe- I feel like we've also <laughs> like maybe left nico out quite a bit no, no 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 i like i mean i'm only silent because i i mean i'm not a writer like, like <laughs> but i i like listen smart, to all this stuff very smart. Sure. Yeah, exactly like, uh, i don't know what the fuck i am i don't like uh you're the number no, one you're I, the number I one youtuber stuff <laughs> i do you you don't know how many emails now i get of <laughs> people referring to me as the world's greatest youtuber <laughs> It's hilarious, but it also that drives sounds... a nail into my heart. <laughs> no, that sounds great. I would take every last one of those and believe them. I'd be like, yes. yeah, I haven't, I haven't uploaded a video since like 2012, but thank you. <laughs> well, that, that's more that's more videos than... Well, actually, no, that's not true, Nico. You have uploaded videos just like to a uh, different I, channel. The last thing I uploaded was a, a clip from an anti-Dungeons and Dragons movie from the 80s. <laughs> so... It's, you know, not doing too good, but, but I know the one you're talking about. It like they think that it's Satan, right? And it's in the yeah. newspapers and stuff. I've seen that yeah. one. <laughs> oh god! But uh, but Nico, heard if the only I can get motivated by shit as much as a, a terrible Dungeons and Dragons made for TV movie. <laughs> uh, but Nico, heard the video was coming along. Oh, we saved this for the end. Uh, All right, okay, that's 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 the meme now. No, like I mean, uh, what? What Devin was talking about um, a little bit ago about like having like this the laziness kind of get you. That's that's kind of what I suffer from, honestly. Is a, like you know a crock of ideas that I've got, but I can't pull the trigger. Yeah, I mean but, the, the amount of, the amount of times I'm like, send me over a script, I'll read it, I'll give you pointers, I'll tell you how to finish this. I wouldn't. I wouldn't tell any newbies to send their raw, unmade videos to writing on games as Hamish Black, though. They'll get killed. That guy's a pro. I, Why would I, they, like- I, 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 I've edited quite a lot of scripts, and like, it's, it's actually it's interesting because, like, I've I've kind of taken, a, like, a lot of the 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 style of editing that of the editors I've worked with, and like, I I, I try to be a little more kind of 
like soft with it in a way like i'm not i'm not like no you can't fucking do this this is shite this is you know all that kind of stuff um but like you know i i, I do edit scripts for like for people uh, on occasion and it's it's actually a really fun experience like kind of <laughs> like it's it's it, it, it's weirdly uh therapeutic for me to go through a script of mine and say like I don't need this. I don't need this. But it's like the feeling of power that you get from telling someone else you don't need this. It's, that's, that's terrifying. It is, it's borderline sociopathic. What are you doing? It's a little sadistic, but I completely understand where yeah, you're coming from. Exactly. Because like when I had to do peer review for stuff, like either in school or when I was writing, it's like, oh, finally I can exact like some sort of draconian laws on this guy's writing. Like, let's go. Yeah, exactly. Bring it uh yeah bring on the emotional turmoil um but yeah it, like it, nico send me a fucking script i can guide you through this process uh, just uh, i know i know i am my own youtube comments like that's what it is it's like i i i am my brain is already commenting on videos that have yet to be and it's terrible that, that, like that, it's, that, that feeling never really stops like I, I, well that doesn't give me any well, hope no 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 it's, it's it's a thing of like you know i i uploaded a persona video today and and like that i went through that fucking process when i finished that script and i made that video and i hit render i was like man i feel really good about this this is a tight script this is uh, you know i've put this together and i feel proud of it and then immediately as it was rendering i was kind of going through all this stuff like man people are going to say this this and this and how do i come back to that and that and it's like you know it's it's the eternal, you know, struggle of kind of doing this, but eventually... I'm afraid I'm going to make my own in defense of Dark Souls 2 now, <laughs> by accident. Oh, you know what I mean? And I'm not uh, going to like it. I mean, <laughs> this, this, this is interesting, because, Devin, I don't know how much you actually keep up with the kind of YouTube scene or anything like that. Like, do do you keep up with it at all, or...? Um, To a degree, but also, at times, I keep it at arm's length, because, yeah. like smart man there are parts of it that i love and i like the (laughs) fact that it gives people like you a chance to make something yeah but then also it gets into the millions of dollars and people making nazi jokes so Uh, yeah yeah Yeah. it's it's one of those things where i kind of watch it from the like peanut gallery and it's like a three-ring circus sometimes so i mean i'm not i'm not a huge fan of like big names for the most part but you know i like the fact that video games and youtube kind of went together surprisingly well yeah i mean it's, it's 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 interesting because like like you say there's a lot of fucking people you know spouting a lot of things about you know youtube's dead because someone said that we made nazi jokes or whatever and it's like you did make nazi jokes and also like <laughs> my like I, I i've been you know this this year i started like with the uh, you know the blessing of my patrons i went to them and asked them about it first and i, I started running ads on the channel and my cpm has been doing fine <laughs> it's like i i've noticed no change and i know a lot of people doing like similar things like i know that super bunny hop is one um i think uh folding ideas uh dan olsen his income actually went up from ads <laughs> it's uh you know it, it, it's like people are saying that all of YouTube is getting this fucking, you know, the 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 ad the ads are going and the income's going down and stuff, and it tends to be from channels that 
are very loud about some fairly fucking unsavory things like it is you know like youtube is a fucking weird thing and it's like you know i i i, I don't know it's nico what are your thoughts <laughs> my thoughts on on, on, on the youtube just- thing on like what what you guys get up to on there or what? Uh, yeah i mean just, 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 just like like as, just as, the whole of youtube just start from as, the beginning go back to 2006 well it, it all started with a guy filming himself at the zoo and <laughs> no I, I just um, mean i just mean like as someone who who is looking to get into that sphere but oh god like but uh, well, you know recently i've been questioning like should i just wait for whatever the next hot video site is because it looks yeah. like it's on fire half the time yeah, yeah. but like um I don't know. It looks toxic, but also uh, it looks like you could either make it one of the best things in your life or one of the worst things that ever happened to you. Yeah. Like, yeah. From an outsider's perspective, I still consider myself like, oh, just like, I don't know. Just uh, what's, it, it, it feels like what's the, going on over there. It, it, feels, <laughs> it feels I wonder. It feels like the YouTube bubble has burst about five times. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I've I've said to myself uh, different years like, oh, fuck YouTube. Maybe it's not it's not worth it now. And then and then yeah. it seems to like then I'll find like another YouTuber who redeems it in my eyes. It's weird how I base my like perception of YouTube based off of, like whatever whoever I'm currently watching, which is I don't think a probably a smart way to do it because it gives you a really narrow perspective. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say I I think that's called the angel effect, and it can really you know yeah. affect how you see things positively and negatively. Yeah, 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 yeah for exactly. Sure. So I may not also just have a good, I, I may not actually know the full scale of what's going on, because I really do try to stay away from shit I don't like on YouTube. I mean, I mean, I it, do like checking in on a Sargon thing just to see the freak show going on. You know what I mean? But yeah, like, yeah, I hate watching it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's yeah, a I mean, morbid curiosity I have. It's uh, not like a it, supporting or trying to get one over on him. It's more of just like, I'm watching this. Why am I watching this? All right, time to go. It's just a thing of like, you know, I, I I obviously have access to analytics and stuff like that. And for me, it's, you know, I'm just kind of seeing it and thinking, man, this is only kind of going up. <laughs> it's like, it's it's not, you know, there, there obviously there are spikes in terms of like, you know, the Zelda fucking video and some of the Dark Souls videos and stuff. But it's like, for me, it's just kind of just been an upward trajectory. So it's like when I hear people talking about you know oh this is you know the uh the death of youtube and stuff i'm like man this is this is still like functioning as a fairly viable means for me to get my ideas out there and stuff like this is still more viable than me going the fucking freelance writer route and you know which is uh, has so many fucking problems and it's you, you give up a lot of control when you do that um yeah I, I don't know it's 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 kind of a weird minefield but like I, I i don't know like personally i'm kind of happy where i am at the moment but like there there is that kind of thought running through my head of like man okay what if youtube just fucking goes away like what do people do then and uh yeah I, what I, happens I to all the top youtubers if if youtube disappears overnight like what happens to your pewdiepies do you think been, well post post nazi you know drama pewdiepie i guess it would be a different story if the yeah, sign event yeah. hadn't happened but like 
Well, I mean, I, I, I don't fucking what know. What does Super man. Bunny Hop do? Like, like, what do, they, I guess, like the middle tier guys do? That's I, what I, mean, I always wonder about YouTube. And Like, Super Bunny Hop starts a Patreon and fucking, like, you know, goes goes to any site. Like, he, he would be, like, someone like that where it's like, he's big in a certain community. Like, he has that loyal kind of install base that will kind of follow him wherever. Like, when you get to, like, people that are super fucking big on youtube those people are on youtube and they're not really going anywhere else <laughs> you know i mean it's 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 like there's there's a certain level of big within certain niches that like okay the people are there for you as opposed to the people are there because youtube pushed this video on you um so yeah i like <sighs> I, I I don't know for for there's also like for there's someone like for someone like me who's kind of you know growing I, I wouldn't say I'm like big or anything but it, you know that leaves me in a kind of interesting scenario of like okay how many people will actually follow me over to another platform or whatever if this all goes to shit but I don't know I I feel like I feel like we've gone off on about like a million different tangents all because of me, but um, it's uh, I I feel I feel like we got some valuable discussion out of it. Um, but this uh, is exactly how my mind works, though. I'll be staying <laughs> up at three in the morning, like, man, what if I didn't have a Twitter? It'd probably be for the it probably be for the better. Exactly, I have that exact thought all the I, fucking I think time. I was thinking that like twelve hours ago. No joke. Like it's like. <laughs> <laughs> like oh god, god. Damn, that's too real <laughs> yeah no for sure man it's, it, like I, I i constantly think you know i i actually think of it in terms of man what am i gonna do about my brand i'm like that is fucking so bad i hate that about myself <laughs> like uh, it's, it's so bad um it's, i love the fact that you admit that you have a brand like, i can't i can't wait to get to that point to where i'm thinking like well what will my public think yeah exactly no like it's it's certainly it's certainly not like it's not in the sense of like i'm not thinking in terms of okay how do i craft myself on social media or whatever but i'm it's just in terms of like okay if i don't have social media how am i going to get anything out there you know what i mean it's uh like it's i I don't know it's it's a fucking like it's it's interesting it's certainly the most interesting point i've been at in my life i think um but it's it comes with a lot of weird things of i i don't know how to to handle people actually watching my stuff like the fucking other week like i posted a video about steam and i i mentioned names and fucking one of those names like you know fucking commented on the on on the youtube video and i was like fucking i don't know how to deal with this this is fucking weird like i I, like i i still think of it as like okay this is like a five thousand subscriber channel where it's like okay people some people know who i am but it's still kind of small and but then it's like i actually think about it and it's like actually it's closer to like forty five thousand, and it's that's really fucking weird man i don't know it's 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 a very weird thing um but it is crazy to watch uh the people around you materialize uh either fans of your work or people that you are fans of like when i started going to pax 
and like meeting people that I was like worshiping before yeah. I started writing. It's like, did they're flesh and blood? And then like even that little interaction you have on your YouTube channel, you're like, that person signed into their YouTube account, which takes a lot of steps, and we're like proud to be part of your video. And you have to think like, there's another oh. person on the other side of the internet that connected with me on this level i've never felt before to, to to be to be fair though this was fucking total biscuit we're talking about here i'm like i'm not i'm not hugely into what that guy does i guess um God. well he wrote a book on your video like <laughs> yeah that was that was that was a thing like you know again like i'm not you know like like i said in that fucking video i'm not like trying to attack anyone here it's just like it's, it's weird that i even have to consider that as opposed to just being like Hey, this guy did a thing, and I don't, I you know, I don't really care for it or whatever. Um, but yeah, it is. I mean, it's, it's even crazy to me that like Devin, you're friends with fucking Dave Lang and shit. It's like okay, okay. So <laughs> awesome story about this. Um, okay, I was trying to figure out why Dave Lang decided to follow me back on Twitter because I have no fucking. Anytime someone of that caliber, like someone who is you know big. Yeah. I mean, he's six foot eight, but I mean, like, <laughs> like personality big. It's like, why the fuck did you follow me back? And I think I asked him about it at the last packs, and he's like, uh, I think you quoted some Wu Tang lyrics at me, and I, I really appreciated that. <laughs> All right, that oh, makes fucking, sense. Fucking God, that was a good Dave Lang. That was a really good Dave Lang impression. It's actually not a good Dave Lang <laughs> at all. Pretty good. No. I mean, I should say if, if if anyone listening to this doesn't know who Dave Lang is, watch the Giant Bomb GDC 2015. <laughs> I want to say it's, uh, it's a good introduction to him. Yeah, exactly. That and the NE3 segment. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck that, the John the Johnny V thing. <laughs> Shit. Two years in a row, him, Adam Boyes, and John Vignaki have been the modern day equivalent of the Three Stooges. Yep. For Giant Bomb Three, <laughs> and it has been beautiful. I, it is, beautiful. It is pre- like that Johnny V giving out Dave Lang's phone number is like the fucking high watermark of of fucking video game coverage for me. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> has nothing to do with video games but i'm like you, you got you got a, you got to aim for that <laughs> it was um, a great moment yeah uh <laughs> i i i'd I love the, the 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 context of that is so sweet because it's like you know there's there's a video out there i think it's from uh team gfb radio or something where dave's actually talking about that incident and how like how that was actually like a really fucking bad thing for him and stuff and like but dave lang is is actually kind of a genuinely inspirational person in a lot of ways in terms of how he handles his business relationships how he handles just his business in general and how like he you know he he he, even when things go wrong he refuses to give up that that professionalism and that kind of you know no i'm 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 a man of i'm a man of honor (laughs) Uh, like i you know i i i refuse to throw people under the bus and like i i don't know i really respect that but um my favorite my favorite part about that if you listen to their podcast uh john vignaki was on a couple episodes after that happened and he's like apologizing for the entire podcast and dave lang (laughs) is just like like ringing him about it like you know (laughs) having fun with his friend at the end of the day but still like making him feel bad and at the end of the episode johnny's like i'm getting you and your family all passes to disney (laughs) 
he's like, like, man, that's, I want to get to that level of business to where I can blow someone's spot up and then just be like, you ever heard of Blizzard Beach? It's pretty cool. (laughs) I used to live like 45 minutes from Orlando, so I really know Disney World. (laughs) Oh, God. Well, I mean, this this is made to be a Persona cast. I was about to say, we're, we have a very specific goal today, and 45 <laughs> minutes in, we're nowhere near it. You're revealing your true selves. It's all yeah. it's all connected. Don't worry. I do that every day on Twitter <laughs> almost too much. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but, yeah, I guess we should maybe get into that, because, like, uh, the, the, the key thing to take from that last 45 minutes is we all, we're all gamers, baby. Um <laughs> Uh, and we, we've been play we've been playing a game, a game only one, because it's kind of consumed. I think I think it's fair to say it's consumed our beings. Um, <laughs> like uh, yeah. you, you guys saw my updates when I was talking about like so fucking I made the worst decision ever and I bought the Kingdom Hearts remakes right before this. Oh, That's a bad decision to start off with because Kingdom Hearts actually aren't a good game, but <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 2 came out when I was 14 and trying to figure out emotions, so I'm like, fuck, those games are actually good. And that was the that was literally 7 days before Persona came out, so I'm like, I'm going to try to get as far into Kingdom Hearts 2 as I can because I know you are a lunatic. As soon as that box came to my front door, I called in sick at work and played ten hours straight. <laughs> I mean, I told them ahead it, of time. It, it, has, it, has, it has been wild seeing you progress through that. Like usually, like usually, I'm the usually I'm the one who like. I, I mean, I I have you know potential reasons that I would play through games like really fucking fast and like usually i'm the one that's like oh yeah beat fucking breath of the wild where all you losers at oh you're still in fucking some some (laughs) zelda place (laughs) losers um when actually i'm the real loser um but it's (laughs) like to see to see you fucking rocket through that game where like i've spent like the last few days just just fucking beelining it through that fucking game and like I'm still probably nowhere near beating it. Um, I, I we we should say to start off with like we're not we're not going to partially because I haven't fucking finished the thing. Like we're not we're not going to we're going to try and I guess like we're, maybe not talk about the ending. I guess but like we're gonna go into some fucking plot things here. I'll put some timestamps in the description or whatever so you can skip this bit if you don't want to if you don't want to have certain things spoiled i guess like uh tread lightly yeah yeah just proceed with caution but um but yeah seeing you kind of like rocket through that game was like holy fucking shit impressive to say the least it was (laughs) god damn it's it shouldn't be but thank you um (laughs) it's it's, that is my thing though when i so i found persona i make it sound like it's a religion um i (laughs) I first played Persona back in the end of 2013, yeah. and I, I got a copy of Persona 4, slapped it into PS2, finished it, and then immediately started New Game Plus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and since then, every major Atlas game of that ilk, I have done pretty much the same thing. Right, yeah. Um, it's not healthy. <laughs> I don't suggest anyone do it, yep. because if you have anything else to do, like have actual friendships with real people it's gonna get in the way 
this, this is this is the weirdest thing because the reason I haven't been playing, like the reason I haven't beaten Persona, is because a lot of real life shit has gotten in the way, <laughs> and it's like you know that's a good problem. I nothing yeah. stopped me from doing this, and that made me really think about where I am in life. <laughs> so I'm like, someone should have checked on me. It's been a couple days. <laughs> I uh, mean, it, it was it was it was to a point where Nico was messaging me constantly saying like. You know, how far are you in Persona? And I'm like, I'm 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 on I'm on a date. Like I'm <laughs> I'm, like, the worst. I'm I'm I'm, like, I'm 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 hating in my social link with this person. <laughs> I was gonna say, hey hey, who are you dating in this virtual game of you know Japanese anime characters, dude? I have a real relationship. That's a very valid excuse. I am I'm incapable of real human relationships, so that's why I go to these games. I'm so much better at life and like scheduling and management in persona than i am in real life <laughs> so it's like my escapism is this game because i get to be a responsible person for a couple of months in japan it and is not... to be the the well-balanced teenager i never got to be oh yeah no <laughs> i was a, a shitty teenager yes, yeah no, yeah exactly no it's uh, like yeah i mean this this guy is like running rings around my fucking teenage life it's uh yeah but it it has been kind of a trip like because because when i was playing persona 4 it was a very different situation i was like i mean i i I didn't like i played that game i guess over the course of about a year like it was just i think nico you were the same where persona 4 was like a game that we played for a bit and then kind of down for like months it, it, it started off as like my after my shitty job game yeah yeah, and yeah, yeah it was yeah. like a nice release and i would like just plug in like five hours a night on it and then it god do you remember those early days of playing persona 4 when we were both like man i don't know if i can take much more of this anime shit and yeah. then like and yep. then like a week later we both were like i don't know man this game's actually kind of <laughs> incredibly great but like, it's just like, like you it, have we to break through so that fast. you have to break through that stigma so hard because it's like you look at the intro and you're like, man, this is this is kind of colorful. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, I was like, the song's catchy, but the whole like, th- I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. Like, uh, <laughs> it gave me weird shivers in like a funny way. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not <sighs> cringing, but like almost something similar. Yeah, like, exactly. spine cringe, tingling, but genuinely cringe adjacent. Like, Am I allowed to be this excited or happy? I guess was like the feeling I had when the. That when I first heard the the little boom bap drums coming in, I was like, oh, and then the trumpets, and then I was like, what is this game? But, then, but that's, that's the thing. It went from I, I think like it was it was interesting how for me anyway, like over the course of this in game year, where it's like it, at the start you're this person, you're on your own, and then at the end it's like you have all these kind of like genuine emotional connections to these characters that like i felt weird about saying goodbye to it was like at the start i was like this is some i I don't know about this game and then at the end of it i was like this is maybe one of my favorite games of all time (laughs) it's um like it's it's weird how that kind of i i i don't know if I, i don't know if that kind of came from the amount of time that i'd spent with it because it was kind of like okay i played it for a couple of months took some time off like a a good chunk of time went between like kind of play sessions and then then i started playing it again so it was like this was a game that i was playing and almost developing a relationship with over Mm -hmm. the course of several months um whereas this is like i i've i've played 
I think I'm probably, you know, I'm about like 55 hours in or something like that. And, you know, and, you know, it, it, this is over the course, like the game came out, what, like two weeks ago or something. It's like that. That's a really weird sensation to go from like slowly building this relationship to having it just fucking to forcing myself to go through it and it's that's that's not like a knock against the game it's just is is like whenever i play a game now i'm like i constantly have it in my head of like okay am i experiencing this because i'm playing it for a specific purpose or like you know what i mean is the, the context under which i play it is is something that i kind of find fascinating like i i don't necessarily try to separate that from what i write about or whatever like some people do but it's i i i don't know what i'm really trying to say here it's just that like i found it really interesting that how how time is not only a concept that's like super crucial to the game but like actually kind of affect like essentially i guess what i'm saying devin is do you feel like you do, do you feel like satisfied with your experience with the game having just like blasted through it in the way you did absolutely i can yeah. see on the outside how it looked like i just like burnt through it and i could see anyone being burnt out after that yeah yeah but consuming this game was like existentially important for me right yeah, yeah. so i i had been waiting for this game since 2013 and i yeah, yeah. sounds like a while but there were people who've been waiting since like persona 4 came out in 2008 <laughs> and i feel so sorry for them I, I, God, it's but, really um, been that long that since, it's like, been, I, it took them 10 years to make that fucking game that's cr- i always Jeez. forget how old persona 4 actually is because we played it like what 2014 so yeah, like it yeah. feels it, it feels so new even though it's like a oh my god so, it's like end of the ps2 yeah that was game, a, really? two years after the ps3 had been out for everywhere right. pretty much so Jeez. like that 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 happens with Persona Three too. That was two years earlier, and you know SMT came out while the PS2 was still hot. But like, man, you could go back to those games and still have a real great eighty to hundred hours. Like I just recently replayed uh, SMT Three because we were talking about it. I'm like, man, I wonder if I can beat Matador now. <laughs> I can, but um, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I should I should say like the the, the only SMT games i have played are persona 4 and now persona 5 like which is like kind of why i was like super excited to to get you on because you're a guy that is it's fair to say you kind of know your stuff when it comes to smt like um and don't don't try to hype me up as some sort of expert or anything (laughs) like i can't tell you like huge important details about the company i i know a lot of the names i can probably tell you most of the dates of when they came out yeah but it's not like the the one reason that this series has stuck with me is one the quality of that writing and that relationship you build with the game mm-hmm. but also there's all these weird little topics that they stuff in like you know there's all these deities from different religions that are kind of cool and there's a lot of gnosticism right yeah twisted in there and i'm like that was weird stuff that some of like my family was into like yeah yeah, and like kabbalah was big back in the 2000s so it's kind of weird to see elements of the kabbalah even just used as like titles and some stuff and also used as some thematic elements so like i i started getting obsessed with this series because there was just this 
crazy mismatch of a bunch of stuff that I was like, this is weird, but I need to see more. Yeah. So I, I guess I should say, like, I've played uh, Persona 2 through 5. Um, I haven't played any of the early SMTs. The only one I've played is 3 Nocturne, which a lot of people have played. Uh, the Raido Kuzanoa games, and I tried playing Digital Devil Saga, but never really finished it. Mm-hmm. So I've, yeah, I've touched a lot of Atlas. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, uh, Nico, like, you, you, you have played some of the, the Shin Megami Tensei games. I have beaten Persona 4. Yeah. That's the only Shin Megami Tensei thing I've ever beaten. I've right, dipped okay. toes in multiple smt pawns but like i don't go very far right okay um it was kind of all post persona 4 i was then like man this series is kind of crazy if this is a spinoff what's like the actual series like and so you have to see the roots of it yeah you you, because that that was that first engine that they used for years that was like the first 3d engine they really nailed down and uh that's what persona 3 and 4 were based off of so like going even going back to that it's like well this is pretty much the same models they've been using and, yeah like, that's like, the, persona, the, the the demons like the i the one of the first ones you meet in nocturne is like pixie or so i think and it's like literally the model from persona 4 so it's like i don't know, i i, I kind of dig that though in a weird way um i'm looking forward to seeing the persona 5 d- uh demons reused in future stuff i guess <laughs> um yeah, so I, I got up until Matador, and I, uh, like, without even consciously knowing it, just became a part of that big, the, the group of people who all got their ass handed to them by them, and that's where I stopped, because I just didn't want to get invested in a big RPG. I started last night the very per- first Persona, and literally got the first cutscene in, saved the game, and went to bed. Um, I <laughs> I own both Digital Devil Sagas, I've never opened them, they're both wrapped. We should give them away in the podcast. Fuck no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to play those at some point. One day when I'm... I don't know. Uh, And I also own a copy of Persona 3, which I got for like three bucks. So... There's a bunch of disc copies of the original version and Fess. You could find them in like every store. Yeah, I got got Fess. It was uh, at a place that was actually featured in a Waypoint article recently. uh, Max Games, like literally a place around the corner from my house. It's literally just a plastic trash heap of video games. And they just kind of make up prices. And that's where I picked it up. But yeah, so I have a bunch of titles that I've yet to play. And that honestly gives me a lot of anxiety because every single one of these games appears to be an $80 or 80, 80 hour time investment. Like at the most yeah i mean that, 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 so, that is... i don't know how many more i'm really gonna get done in my life you know like i'm gonna beat persona 5 because i'm so close to the end i can feel yeah. it and yeah i don't know it's I, like i love i'm loving everything i've seen from every smt game i guess and what's under that umbrella but i just don't know if i can ever have the time for them is the thing yeah i mean i guess like i i i would i would be really interested like i mean you're talking about how kind of you know existentially important persona 5 was for you devon like like could you like elaborate on that a bit like what was the kind of what did did like completing it kind of give you a sense of like okay this is this has given me a sense of perspective on like my life or whatever or yeah, it feels almost like a bookend from when I played Persona 4 and 3 because like right. that was the start of something that I'm now going to be obsessed with for as long as I can care about it and afford yeah. it. Um like uh 
the game that has most affected me and I think is actually my favorite game of all time is Persona 3 Fess. Right. Because it contextualized a bunch of depression and still trying to be a functioning person while having that. And I needed that, but it also ended... (laughs) I guess I'll spoil a now 11-year-old game. Uh, (laughs) The main character is a very tired boy, which was... Which was, and to a degree, is still me. Um, and at the end of his journey, even though he is, like, the savior of the world, and you're dating 15 different girls, you fucking die. And I, <laughs> and I lost my mind. Because, like, like, it's, I guess it's too much to say, but I cried at the end of that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, just, like, uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, It like, was an absolute catharsis. Like, yeah. And, like when I heard that a new one was coming out in winter 2014, I was like, all right, cool. I only have to wait a year. I can look into a couple more games. And then it kept getting delayed. Yeah. <laughs> was, and so like the, the delays emotionally affected me and they really shouldn't have, I really should be like, you know, that's a good business decision. They have to make this game better. Mm-hmm. But it was like, I need this. You're holding this away from me. Jerks. I, yeah, no, I, I, I honestly think that that's like a really interesting like i like perspective on the whole thing because because you know i i finished persona 4 and i heard about persona 5 and stuff and i was like again like when the delays were announced i was like super bummed in a way i'm not usually bummed for delays and it's like because i think you 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 don't just form a relationship with the characters in the game you form a relationship with the series in itself like i may not have played you know another shin megami tensei game but like i know a lot you know i i know i i know the kind of arc that has been taken by those games and like i kind of got invested in that series in a weird way and it's like it's it's weird how the business decisions kind of affect the impact that the art has on you in a weird way and it's like there there are kind of very few games that i can really think of where that's actually apparent but um but yeah i i, I don't know it's it like throughout throughout my playtime with persona 5 i have constantly been saying to myself like okay how much of this is it, it, like it, like am i missing something by not having the same kind of protracted like not necessarily protracted but long experience with this game like that that i had with persona 4 and i i i don't know like i i guess i i guess i'd be really interested to dig into like are there any issues with the game as you can see it like yes yeah it is not the like I would probably say in the heat of passion, it's the greatest game of all time. I need yeah. to wait a little more time before I do that. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you could argue they were very safe with this game. Like, it really is... Like, there are certain parts of it that really feel like just the same old, same old. And mm-hmm. that's not necessarily a knock. That's some really good same old, same old to have. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, I wanted Social Links to do something a little more. And they kind of did that by putting perks into it and rewarding you, like directly rewarding you in game, in battle with like a bunch of different stuff. I was like, that's cool. 
but I wanted it to be something different than the 10-point scale that it's been on for a while. Yeah. And just the same old thing. You get three options of dialogue, and one of them is the right one. Like, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. how it kind of has to work, because I could not imagine scheduling a game this massive and making it all come together. Yeah. Like, that, that just has to be how it has to work, and I understand that, but I was like, man, this is their first time on a new console. They could really branch that out i guess Mm -hmm. but um i mean i guess like some of the social aspects weren't perfect the social stats uh, your video on that was really good i really appreciated how you talked about how that ties in right yeah yeah yeah. i was constantly like the world's about to end but i should go eat this steak because i need to be a little bit nicer (laughs) and it's only 11 bucks so i was like yeah yeah constantly worried about my social stats i'm like i need to be more charming so i can hang out with the doctor because that's all i want to do <laughs> yeah i want her to i want her to drug me up good <laughs> it's uh yeah, dude she, <laughs> she threatens you and calls you names it's the perfect relationship <laughs> holy shit exactly it's, uh, I, I, yeah, I, I, I think it was our good friend mark b who talked about like imagine imagine what the sex would be like and i'm like okay i can kind of i can I can see where that mindset is going. Okay, um, you, you have to like sure, um, but <laughs> I guess like how are we? Are we gonna? Are we gonna have to do this question? Who? What? Who? Who did you choose to to romance? Oh, I. Uh... <laughs> this is a weirdly well, like personal question no this is a thing though like everyone on twitter as soon as you start talking about personas like who's your waifu and i'm like dude hold just hold on <laughs> that's a private matter um, yeah, okay, man, so, like- <laughs> so for me i i i went i went for makoto uh, yeah I, I i don't know i i i think it was just the fact that it was like no I, I i can be that charming just let me go to the bathhouse a few times like i'll i'll i'll, I'll get <laughs> I have to bathe with these old men so i can hang out with makoto exactly yeah, I get it. it's, it's, it's the self-flagellation to get to that ultimate reward <laughs> of hanging out with someone who's kind of just like is kind of an asshole about schoolwork i guess <laughs> like Hamish hey, hey, so, goes for the class president. Interesting. That's not. So that's not that is a you, thing. <laughs> that's a thing in Persona Three too. Mitsuru is basically the same concept. She's the student council president. She comes from like a connected family, and she seems so high and mighty at first. And she's like, "You should get your grades up, punk." And I'm like, "Sure, I'll show you." <laughs> so like, as soon as you get like higher grades, she's like, "All right, cool, we can hang out." And it turns out she's like one of the coolest characters on there, and she yeah. has like a really tragic backstory. Yeah. And Makoto has the same fucking thing. Yeah. yeah. There's a part, um, I guess, fire up the spoiler warnings where um, <laughs> uh, Makoto's sister, who is a like very important prosecutor and yeah. very important part of the story. She snaps at Makoto. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, you feel so bad for it's this girl who horrible. originally, like, your first impression of her is like, she's trying to take you down because she's working for the principal yeah. and she's like a goody goody. But then it's like, oh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like that's kind of, I, I feel like that's, that's kind of the strength of most of the characters in this game where it's like, you know, it, 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 <sighs> I, I guess the, the example I go to is uh, Sojiro, the, the the guy that takes you in, um, yeah. where it's like, you know, they could so easily have just been like, 
hey, this guy's kind of an asshole, but he's got a heart of gold, but they never really, <laughs> like, like, he's always kind of an asshole. He just kind of becomes an asshole that's maybe, like, slightly nicer to you. <laughs> it's, like, I, I, I like how they don't, they, they don't go, like, you know, hey, this, this, this thing you expect about this person, let's, let's, you know, rip the fucking curtain down and say actually he's this person like no like the way they start is kind of the way they end you just have some you just have slightly more context to maybe explain how they got to that point you know like um i guess i guess i just like how they they never like say this person's a completely different person from what you expect which is kind of what i feel like a lot of games of this type kind of do like there's a hidden backstory that you know makes them a totally different person or whatever um but yeah i guess i, I don't know I, I went i went for i like that i like that fact because some people are just the way they are but thematically speaking this game is about radically changing people yeah yeah but like the people who are good as they are are assholes yeah but yeah. you're okay with it and it's not hurting anyone like sojiro is an asshole but actually, some things at the beginning of that game make a little more sense on New Game Plus. Right, okay. You'll notice he's taken a lot of phone calls. Yeah, yeah. And you realize who those phone calls are for after uh, July. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just like, oh, he actually cares for people. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then another one that was kind of like that was, have you guys done the little kid at the arcade with the shooty guns? Yeah, I'm, uh, no, I'm investing I, I, a lot I, of time on him. Well, his skills are great, but also you start off meeting this kid, you're like, this kid's a fucking dick. Yeah. And then you get to the end of the social link, you're like, this kid's a fucking dick, but yeah, I get it. I, 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 I do like how all the people in the arcade that I've come across have been angry gamer or frustrated gamer, and I'm like, that lines up with the gamers I know. <laughs> that's, just, that's just real. That's just yeah. real. I post videos on YouTube, I know that person. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Long story short, I went from a Koto. <laughs> and I got that charm and I felt really good about getting that getting debonair. <laughs> it's like and then I then I realized I just like you say, I've spent a lot of time in a bath with a bunch of old men to get here. <laughs> like does, does that make me a good person? <laughs> I don't know. Um just- I love that they don't explain it at all. They just you yeah. walk up to the door and it's like, hey, if you bathe with these old men on Monday and Thursday <laughs> when there's mint in the bath <laughs> You get really cool. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No reason behind you, you look, it. You also, look more like, handsome. I bathed alone once, and I got something else, but I can't remember what it was. They oh, were right. like, oh, you'll, you'll get an extra thing of bathing alone. It was like, <laughs> was it knowledge? God, I can't remember. Proficiency. You know when to come here. <laughs> Dude, you... my proficiency hit max like like a week ago. <laughs> like, that's the easiest damn stat to raise. It's, it's a really easy I thought, stat. I thought, knowledge was, I thought knowledge was the first one because like school constantly pushes it, and like... People are hanging out and studying. I, that was the first one I guess one it's because knowledge is always like one point. It, or it always yeah. seems like they dish it out to you super small. So yeah, you're always yeah, yeah. getting it, but it doesn't seem to move. But with proficiency, every single time I did anything that did that, it would always give me like three notes every single time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you see, it's a weird thing because, as, as Devin said, I just I put out a video about this and how like the stats in in the in in the real world versus the metaverse kind of tell you a story because like 
in the metaverse you are getting very detailed breakdowns okay you got 566 xp this is how much you need to get to the next level this is how much gold you got etc and in real life you don't get that you get a couple of musical notes and it's like hey your knowledge increased and it's like okay i can't control this in real life in the same way that i can in the metaverse where i'm going up to monsters and i'm hitting the weakness button and getting them all down and doing the all-out attack every single time and it's still really fun but it's almost more of a more of a kind of mindless routine than figuring out okay i need to spend my time in real life i i need to spend more time carefully figuring out how i spend my time in the game in real life in order to you know in order to make the shit i want happen and that like that ends up telling the story of okay maybe being maybe living an honest student life is harder than fighting monsters and stealing treasure from people's heads or hearts or whatever you know, it's like it's, i was it, gonna say that flip is amazing because it's like you're more stressed out about your midterm exams yeah than you are attacking this guy who has like monsters in his repertoire and like <laughs> the the thing that should be fantastic and crazy is just like no that's that's I, the day-to-day that, it, that it, becomes sure. your day job like for sure man yeah. i mean it's like with you know um there there's there's an author that i read that like my favorite author is a guy called alistair gray and um he wrote a book called lanark which is which if you haven't read it absolutely read it it's fucking incredible um it's essentially a book in four books and it's like half of it is is um is like is is a guy who lives in this kind of weird universe where he has a strange disease called dragon hide and he is entering this institute where people are being used for fuel and stuff to fuel this machine to feed dragons and then the other half is this guy who's trying to make a painting and he has eczema and it's like it is i love the i i love when when games can do that kind of magic realism thing of saying okay this is a different objective reality for these people but it represents a it's like a microcosm of what they what they experience what they would experience in actual reality if that makes sense it's like um you, you know the, the stuff about like i say the routine of going into a battle hitting the weakness button and doing the all-out attack that that becomes the mundane whereas like okay i'm gonna eat a big burger becomes like a, a massive fucking thing of like shit i managed to conquer that that is overcoming mundanity in like a really profound way that i did not expect eating a big burger to do um it's, it's like those are the kind of things i like and i like how those are told through things like hey you don't know exactly how much you know charm or knowledge you're getting for eating that big burger or talking to that girl you know it you just you just get some musical notes and you get told hey this might 
this bond might go up soon like that that becomes the bigger challenge and yeah i don't know i i really really like that but um yeah i i I, like i I guess what what are you guys thoughts on kind of the story overall like because like I'm, i'm saying this is someone who hasn't finished the story um and so like i don't know it it the way i saw it described by i think it was i think it was phil collar from uh polygon who said that persona 5 has less interesting character moments and a more interesting overarching story and i don't know if you guys would agree with that like what do you guys think about that well, we got off a little bit topic. Like, I want to hear real quick. Nick, I, I want to hear about the dating stuff. That's what's important. Um, oh, Nico, who'd you date? Okay, so uh, I got three people. Jesus. I'm dating three people. Um, God, wait, what? I, I went you for can do you that. Know, okay, you can do yeah. that with that, like that, eight different girls. That, 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 and, I, that and, good and, okay. and I'm aware of what the consequences are too, Mark. Oh, but Mark. you haven't seen it play out though. Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't. I, I haven't like spoiled it for myself in that regard. But I, I, I understand that something will happen but uh <laughs> um let me say god um forgive me if i pronounce these names fucking wrong i am so bad um kawakami i believe yep. the, yeah the teacher um on, okay so honestly though that's like you get some of the best perks ever from that her uh, like in my, in my skill, opinion her rank 10 skill was Dude. crucial at the end of the game yeah Crucial. Oh my god, that's my favorite ten skill so far in anything, and I nearly maxed at everybody in Persona Four. I think, like, it was so far with my time in the series, I love this ten perk the most. Hamish, <laughs> and, I, I and strongly it's also encourage you. The one thing you don't want your parents walking in on. Exactly. Because it's like no, it's, it's no, it's, she's okay with it. She's my teacher. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and then, then, of course, I did. Uh, you know, everyone's favorite goth doctor, of course. Yes. Of course, yeah. I'm yeah. so glad she's like the most popular. I wouldn't think of yeah. it in the world, but oh God! <laughs> like, I want to I go to a show with this Devin, girl. So you, like, just sounded, like, you just sounded like you like slinked into your chair. They're like, oh God! I am actually sitting back right now. Like, <laughs> my like my hands on the back of my head. <laughs> And uh, then I did um, on as well. And, of course, um, yeah. She's not at ten yet, but we are consi- we are dating. <laughs> she's at nine. So you got that notification a second time. Hey, you're already in a relationship with a girl, <laughs> asshole. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, no, right, okay, I'm I'm I'm, I'm curious. A bit thuggish. What can I say? I'm I'm, I'm curious, and like, I don't mind having this spoiled for me. What what are the consequences of dating multiple people in this game? I, I, I've just heard they come and kick your ass around Valentine's Day, like they all oh, gang shit. up on you and just beat the shit out of you. That's what I've heard. And, <laughs> and like the setup for it's great. Um, and like so, Persona Four Golden actually did something like this. Did you guys mess around with multiple girls in Persona I, I, Four Golden? I I, I I only played like regular Persona Four and messed around with a lot of girls and found I, that I was like, okay, this is weird that no one seems to care about the fact that. I have multiple girlfriends. <laughs> it used to be I, the only way to get their uh, social links up to 10, like three. That was the only way you could do it for a while. <laughs> Let me see. I'm trying to it's remember kind of if I did. Uh, I have to be careful what I say about gold. Hold on. Because uh, I opted for a special ending in gold, if you know what I'm talking about. Um, yes. Yes. I know exactly yes. what you're talking about. Okay. So, okay. yeah. So I kind of didn't focus on the, the women that time around, I guess. 
That's so, all I'm going to say. I don't want to go well, into I mean, more like, detail. It, 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 are, are you doing this for my sake? Because like, I'm probably not going to go back and uh, play Golden. No, I just kind of... I, I consider the 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 big thing in Persona 4 to be like one of those things you just don't say. Like, you know I what mean, I mean? Like, I feel like we've... <sighs> We've never said any names about... You know what I mean? We've never son, said the big famous part of Persona 4. Yeah. Uh, yeah okay. Yeah, we've... Yeah, we, okay. If, if, you, if you don't feel comfortable talking about it, then sure. <laughs> but we're, what we're here I'm to spoil five. Is, <laughs> back in Persona 4 Golden, if you mess around with multiple girls um, on both holidays where you get to hang out with them, you keep getting the text messages from them. And you can accept one and then, like, you know, hang out with them or something. But on um, Valentine's Day, if you keep rejecting them and you keep going on to because the, they're, they're walking up to you for the most part, like most of them are at school or something and they're walking up to you and you're saying, no, I don't want to hang out. And as each one goes on, you realize more and more how much you've been two timing these girls. <laughs> so if you date every girl in this game, you're going by like 10 different girls and just feeling shittier and shittier about it as it goes. <laughs> Persona 5 does it all at once, though. And oh, the right. image okay. and the delivery of it is amazing. I'm never going to do it because I can't <laughs> cheat on the goth doctor if I wanted to. Goth doctor has no commitment to our relationship. That's why as soon as I got with her, I was like, you know what? I need I need a teacher in my life. I need to, like like she was so not into it when when I, I maxed care. it out and I was like what I, this doesn't feel like a ten like, like that was the thing it, I, 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 didn't, I didn't have that punch she was just like oh whatever bro and I was like damn I don't no care. like I, I appreciate that attitude but at the same time it's like this isn't what I wanted out of my level ten like, I don't care if I'm just like a side piece for her it's like. <laughs> Well, no, exactly. Like, I was like, I was like, fine. You're gonna treat me like a side piece. You're gonna be my side piece. And so I got another. God uh, damn, dude. No, like, God. I I started New Game Plus, and I'm like, I'm gonna try dating someone new because there's like actual benefits for dating someone in a next playthrough. And then like three days into the game, there's Goth Doctor, and I'm like, shit. <laughs> you got you got to do it again, man. So I guess Being you guys know my answer. Doctor. As you guys know my answer now as to who I'm dating and why I love her. It's the, most, it's the worst reason but it's, it's like that's the thing it's so hard to talk about this game without seeming like a really fucking shitty dude it's like, I'm blood red yeah. right now with palms sweating like I'm trying to introduce my real girlfriend to my parents <laughs> like that's how and like I could never do this with some random person I met on the street yeah. like like hey what do you do with most of your time like you don't want to know. I'll just say I'll just say I crochet. It's easier. <laughs> oh God! I mean, it's 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 weird because like you know I I I I've, I've been kind of seeing this girl and like telling her about like she, she's been asking you know what I do and stuff and I've been kind of like I've been here's what I did in Persona Five I, well, you know but it's, it, like I'm kind of like uh, like she's like okay right what what are you doing for work and stuff and I'm like like I, I've been playing. A hundred hour game, and 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 like I I I'm talking to these different girls, and I'm I'm making the also difficult choice of which which of these girls who is clearly fucking you know like ganting for it. Am I going to am I going to date? And I'm like, this is this this fucking game. I can't I can't talk about this game. <laughs> you know what you should have said. What? You should have told her her charm's not high enough to know that yet. <laughs> you need to be debonair. That been a good one. You need to be debonair need, to know this stuff. She needs to bathe with a couple more old men before <laughs> you get that information. I'm Jesus sorry. Jesus Christ. 
Oh god. But yeah, man, it's it, like how, <laughs> how 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 is how is this like I mean, uh, how, how is this okay? I, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not okay. It's, it's not okay. This isn't healthy. This, this I don't is not healthy. How I'm but, feeling during but this, but, but I'll, I'll do it. But it's also totally like normalized because it's a fucking persona game. Of course, that's what you do. In it. It's, um, but yeah, I don't know this fucking game, man. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I don't even know. I don't even know where we're, where, what, like, because we were going to talk about the general story after that, but yes, I had to yes, hear the rest it. of, like, yeah, we, the we needed, we needed to, shitty stuff that I care about. Yeah, yeah, of course. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, like, what, what are you guys' thoughts on the kind of story in general then? Because, like, I, I am at a point, you know, again, like, I, I'm at the point where I'm about to, I'm basically about to get to the interrogation. Like, mm. so, yes. Uh, mm, mm. Well, so I, I, I am uh, at, I am, I am huh. at, I am at a casino. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what, what date are you at? Do you, off the top of your head, like month, um, I guess. So you said October earlier, right? Is it like late October then? Or I, I'm trying to have to be. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, so, it, so it's like, I think I'm maybe at like the, I can't remember the exact date, but it's like 29th to the 30th or something. Yeah, it opens up like near the end of that month. So like, so I'm just, I'm just getting into it. Oh man. You're at a very (laughs) critical point, my friend. Okay. You were like, like if you, uh, you, you could possibly be like two hours away from getting there. You know what I mean? So, 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 so like, so, uh, so, so the, the end of the last I'm just dun- past where you are, I think. The the end of the last dungeon, um, guy, uh, fucking the big burger guy gets gets a bullet in his head <laughs> in the fucking in in the dungeon, and then has the fucking you know freak out during the press conference. Yeah, yeah. that was metal as fuck, by the way. Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty. Uh, pretty dope. Drippy ooze face is gnarly, and it's it's horrifying. Um, I love it. It's ugh. so yeah. It's like. And yeah, so I'm basically infiltrating uh, Sai. Is it Sai? Yeah, Sai. Sai Nijima. You guys guys are listening to the English track, aren't you? Uh, Yeah, yeah. I did it in the Japanese because I had heard the way some of the names were pronounced. I was just like, ew. So I did the Japanese. And the Japanese is really good, by the way. I I, I didn't actually figure out how to get the Japanese track. Is that actually available on the English version? Didn't you download it off the PSN store? Can't yeah, it's a DLC, and then right, you go yeah. into a menu, and you can change it over. I think it said something about you can swap it over if you go out to the main menu. Right. That, or I'm an idiot, and I think you lock into one. I can't remember. I, th- okay. I think you're right. I think it's just you have to do it at, like, title screen, I, th- yes, I, I believe. I think, yeah. yeah. It's, it's weird because I I did, because uh, I played Persona 4 with the Japanese track, and so it's weird. I, n- I never knew that until, like, last week when you said that. I, I That's crazy. Because <laughs> when I said the thing about uh, Igor's voice being, like, radically different, I was so confused. Like, Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, man, I just got to say, that voice does not work for me and maybe that's like it's his called, original hey, i don't know hey that's that's is a that thing the, <laughs> that's a thing it's, it's got it's well, got it's um, got this the, really weird filter on it like that kind yeah. of distorts it's like, the oh, wind but it's like in four he didn't talk like that at all he was he had like a goofy well, high high voice kind of yeah i was gonna say the the japanese voice actor is like uh well the original japanese voice actor for igor died i don't know right. if you know that 
Oh, um, no. But the difference between that and English is hilarious because the Japanese guy sounds like kind of a golem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Someone like, with eyes like that needs to talk like that, in my opinion. I don't know what I it kind is. Of, I kind of like English, uh, Igor, though, because like it's this weird disconnect of this fucking weird-looking dude who has a really smooth, deep voice. I just <laughs> I nearly shit myself when I first heard that voice because I was totally yeah. expecting his English voice actor from <laughs> Persona 4, and I just, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I, I'm waiting for, like, the story to be like, oh, here's why his voice is like that. I don't think that's coming, <laughs> so, like... <laughs> when you get to level 10 of the social rank, when you start dating Igor... Thank that's you when for you saving out. my voice, you know? <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm biting my knuckle right now. <laughs> See now, now, now I'm now I'm nervous. You'll be fine. I, did I over? Th- oh god! Did I like figure it out too early? I did this with another game recently. Like I figured out the twist or something way too early, and then I was bummed that I was. To be fair, exactly zero of the twists in this game are that exciting and crazy for me. Right, I saw okay. all of them coming miles away. Nothing yeah. was spoiled for me because it was really easy to figure out. There, there was one that was like literally. It, Hamish, you will understand this, but something kind of knocks you over the head with a fucking frying pan earlier in the game in retrospect. Like, when right. you just. I, I kind of called it like a week ago. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's. It's. If, if, if what I just witnessed was the twist, uh, there can be better twists than that. I don't know. Like, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Really, none of the twists that happen in this game are like the game changers. Like, did you yeah. see the latest? Like, like it, none of it was like fucking with my mind or anything i saw them all coming and i was like cool yeah i mean (sighs) like have have you one one thing i've noticed that i've been doing with this game a lot is you like is skipping a lot of the like phone conversations i thumb through those so quick yeah like like, after a while they get kind of annoying because it's the same old shit like do you think we should go today i don't know we should really go today I mean, that's that's the thing, though. It's like, I I don't really remember doing that with 4, and I can't tell if that's just because of the way I played 4. Like, where it was was like, okay, this is, like, a thing. I'm playing it over a long period of time and stuff. Like, whereas this, I'm like... I'll, I'll admit I, I was kind of like shit I've got to play some some more of this for the podcast <laughs> um, and so there was there was like a lot of that stuff where I was just like I get it like okay we're doing you're you're telling me to do the thing that obviously we need to do every single fucking day you're telling me this thing I know it um and it's Ryuji like says crass thing someone else yeah. says something chastising him it's like yeah, it's Although, literally just like can, can we fucking talk about fucking Morgana by the way I Fucking, Why do you hate him so much? I don't okay, no, no, I, I, I have to. I have to update my opinion on this cat. I may actually kind of think the cat's okay now. Um, fucking traitors! What, what I've just no 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 no. You, you might say the same thing, man. I'm just like I, I, I'm yeah, just saying. I I, I mean I mean he maybe, redeems I, himself. Absolutely yeah, redeems okay. himself later. Okay, okay, Mar- Morgana last night made me go like, all right, me the, and this cat can the, hang the now. Thing, like me the, and this cat are cool. The thing about Morgana is, and this you know might Bedtime, just bubbo. What. It's time to go to bed? Is that where you're going to get at? Just the, it, the it's, bedtime it's, it's the fact that it is so attached to one character telling you, no, you shouldn't do that. You're tired. <laughs> like, I'll fucking tell you when I'm tired, you goddamn cat. Like, fuck off. Um, Someone had to be that I mean, base, though. It might if, as well if, be, like, a cute if, character. If it, like, whenever it's just... <laughs> it's... When, but that's the thing. If it was just the character, if it was just 
dumbass dingle boy as i called him um then uh, then i <laughs> would yeah I've, I've gotten a few youtube comments about that it's creeped up in the video i forgot um, <laughs> that i called my guy dumbass with the at symbol for the a i saw that uh yeah uh, this is a thing <laughs> um God. Uh, like if if it was just that if it was just him saying hey i'm tired i should go to bed which often happens especially for a certain section where morgana yeah. isn't present it doesn't it doesn't <laughs> affect me because it's like okay i can trust that guy that's him saying that whereas if it's just a cat saying let's go to bed like if my fucking dog comes up to me and says <laughs> you know or like makes out as if my if my dog yawns at me i'm like okay go to bed dog like i'm not like i, I was should, gonna say if your dog comes go- up to you and says like hey you should go change this person's heart <laughs> you've got bigger problems exactly. right you should now. probably yeah. go to the doctor yeah. <laughs> but like, if, look man you can steal the treasure in this guy's mind all my, you gotta do is scoop his brains out my pet being tired does not dictate when i go to bed <laughs> But your, your your pet doesn't also insist that it used to be a human or something. So it's it's all different scenario. You can't compare your dog to this magic yeah. and all, but, uh, shadow also, cat thing. I don't even know what it is. I don't what? think your dog is horny for a blonde. Yeah, <laughs> you Which, never know. You yeah, never okay, know. To, to be fair, the entire reason I went after on was just to get at Morgana because yeah. I don't I didn't like Morgana yeah. at the time. That was, a spite, that. That was a spite. was a spite relationship. Um, I, it's, I, yeah, like honestly, like it, it's and. Even with the fucking interactions with Anne, it's like he comes across as such a fucking like friend zone fucking nice guy dickhead. I'm just like It's not Teddy levels though, let's be no, honest. He's like, way Ted- better than Teddy. Holy shit. Teddy, yeah, Teddy yeah, yeah. literally I wanted to like reach into my TV and like murder Teddy by the end of four. And yeah. I've been like people don't agree with me on like how much I viciously hate Teddy. Like, <laughs> Mark, Mark B. I never, like, questioned my hatred. And I never realized how much I hated Teddy until I played a game without Teddy. I'm like, oh, he's great. He's you know funny. He grew a body by doing sit-ups. Like, and then you get to you get that to three, and you get to three, and it's just a dumb dog with a like collar on it. That's like the the mascot character for three, and it doesn't talk. And I'm like, this is way better. This is fucking. Dope. Oh wait, okay, is. It, oh, is there spoilers. a black and white bear in three? Am I like because? No, I, you're I, probably thinking of Danganronpa, which is... no, 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 no. Because uh, in uh, Akihabara, the in in Persona Five, there's that mascot chilling, and he's like got like the sun on him or something. And I won a little plushie of him, and I was like, is this from the Persona series? Like, what? The, that it, might be it, another demon. Um, they they do that sometimes. Like they always have Jack Frost stuff show up every once in a while. Yeah, um, I don't. Mm. There's a see, ju- but, see, I'm uh, not an you, expert. I don't. The the fortune teller uh, that you can have the uh, relationship with um, during the day, like the little stuffed dude stands right there and he wobbles back and forth and he's just black and white. And he does look exactly like the guy from Danganronpa, but it's it's not him. But I don't know what that is, and it, I don't know. But I was figuring it was from like three or something because there's always I've shout never, outs to I've three. I've never seen uh, I've never seen Akiba during the day, so I need to see what that is. Uh, I mean, it's literally just a thing you can listen to. It's just someone like saying, come on into the store. But it's like, it's, I want a plush toy of it. And I'm just wondering like what the significance of that character is. And it, it looks just like Teddy, but it's just, um, black on the left and white on the right or something. It's that the most bizarre thing like I've a, ever seen. That might just be a reference to Danganronpa. Like maybe. Essentially Morgana's I, an asshole. Okay. 
Sure. Yeah, that's, that's what I was getting at. Uh, the mascots. <laughs> I, I guess I guess what I was getting around to was I actually didn't even know that Persona 3 had a mascot character. Does the character talk at all? Like Absolutely not. It is just a dumb dog. That sounds great. That's great. That's how all video, all video I, games should have a dumb dog that doesn't talk as your best friend or just like, but mascot like little also, series. Like, I know that Ryuji can be kind of mean to Morgana, but all the time I was thinking, Morgana kind of started this. Like, Everyone's mean to Ryuji. Ryuji's, Ryuji's got a tough break, man. Be nice to Ryuji. Yeah, I'm like, so whenever, like, Ryuji, whenever, like, before the, the Big Burger dungeon, um, which sounds weird to say. <laughs> I um, love every time you say Big Burger. Just big Burger the dungeon. Um, it, it, like, you know, I, I was just like, whenever they were like, oh, no, Morgana, I was like, fucking leave him. Fucking Seriously. Wank. I just like I, I just I, I was, yes, like, Morgana, you are useless a, a little bit, like, just a we little. Got, just we got we little got, got Fatabin. No, I was <laughs> not okay with that because everyone was straight up sheeping on it. Like, Devin, uh, we got like it, there's a there's a reason for his mo, and it is explained later in the game. Okay, and it makes a little more sense. I like yeah, he's an asshole, but you don't go around calling someone useless, and you don't have your entire team call you useless without feeling like. Yeah, I want to disappear for a few weeks. I, but I then, fucking hate but that. Then, but that, then that when, little incident seemed a little bit like an overreaction to me, yeah. though, because it didn't really seem like everyone was being that much of a dick. It seemed like, like every, you know, just like a group of friends. Literally, Ryuji was the only one that said, you're useless. Everyone else yeah, was, Ryuji, kind of, everyone else was Ryuji telling Ryuji off for that. They were like, hey, don't, exactly. say, don't say the cat's but useless. But then the, later, they were like, Futaba can do your job way better than you. <laughs> She's but great. Wasn't that, like, <laughs> wasn't that some good old nature ribbon? You know, like, I don't also, know. Wasn't that, they, do that, wasn't, they pull that shit on Ryuji all the time. That's what I'm saying. They that, go like, oh, Ryuji, you're fucking dumb, bro. And then it's like, hey, man, the kid's got feelings. <laughs> I don't know. Wasn't <laughs> I guess also, I'm more heated what, about this than I thought. Wasn't Futaba's use also proven? Through you guys coming up to me and being like, Hey, you haven't written an article in two years. <laughs> How's that career going? I guess, anyway, I guess you're just not Patreon. a weird, but you're not a cat that's constantly telling me to go to bed, so it's completely How different. How do you place. know that? How do you know that? Maybe I, 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 I am a cat. We haven't met in person, so for all I know, you could be a cat, but I guess it's. I don't know. I just, the, 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 this cat being like, do we really need to do that right now? Let's go to bed. And it's like, fuck off. Like, after a while, I just want to be like, yeah, you are fucking useless. What do you do other than tell me to go to bed? I could be studying. I could be making lockpicks for fuck's sake. Yeah. But no, I got to go I, to bed. If I, if, right. If I have a lot of work to do, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I choose to neglect some sleep. If I'm staying up till 5 a.m. playing Persona 5, <laughs> let me do that in the fucking game, too. <laughs> this game has to, like... <laughs> Go against that a little bit though, because if they were like, "Hey, you can you can do crimes and shit, and you can do this until six in the morning and never sleep again, and also maybe steal a beer from Sojiro, that'd be really bad." There has to be like it's a moral compass dream. at the end of the day. Nah. I want to be able to go into the. There's so many <laughs> bars in Persona Five that I want to be able just to walk into and like get kicked out of, but you, it doesn't even let you do that. I want have to be a little the, bit of a delinquent. It's a terrible game. Have you done the Have you done the journalist social link? Yeah, yes. but that bar doesn't count. I mean, the bars that when you walk up to it, Morgana's like, "This place seems really sketchy." You know, like, I'm like hell yeah, that bar is like, "That's why I want to go in." I've got a fake ID. I've got a criminal yeah. record anyway. Fuck it, let's go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, your guts will improve by going someplace you're like not allowed to go. Like that would totally be. Yeah, cool. if I, I go, if I go, if I go to this shady bar, I can get guns. Get main guns character guy. may have been like defamed at the start of this game and all that, but he's he's definitely got a little bit of grit to him naturally. You know yeah, what I mean? He's, 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 a, he's a good old crane boy. 
if if P four protag and P five protag got in a fist fight, I'd put my money on P five protag, man. Like yeah, I don't, but, you know, he's but P four dude could dance the shit out of him. That's gotta, ugh, that's fucking dance. true. We, we have we his, have we have yet his to persona see plays a mad base. We have yet to see Persona five dancing all night. So with I want a fighter and I want a dancing game out of this game. That's immediately what I've been thinking. Although <laughs> the, the music, the music, I prefer the music. I prefer so the I, I prefer the music. I prefer the music to four. You you prefer five to four? No, no. I prefer the music. Ooh. I prefer the music from four. Ooh, ooh. I think I, I think so I hard. like some of the tracks in five more than I do in four. Uh, yes. And I love the four soundtrack. I I have yeah. it on my phone right now. That and I listen com- to it completely. Did know what you day. just said, man? Like so, yeah, exactly so, what you just so said. So I, I, I think I think that there are some tr- some tracks in Persona Five are like the the best out of Persona 4 and Persona 5. I think overall the, the, the soundtrack is better in 4, um, but also the track that plays during the, during the social links where um, it, it like when your when your relationship is deepening, it's a fucking it's a fucking jam man <laughs> it's yeah uh, it's like um and then there's also the post battle theme where it's like uh yeah i think four had the better post battle theme though because it's just like the the trumpets come in blaring and you're like i did something this is great <laughs> yeah exactly oh, God. This is, they are game amazing <laughs> They are both great. That's a yeah. It's, it, I think as far like, as end of battle stuff goes, I can't even decide. It'd be like a coin flip at the end of the day for it, me. It, like I really can't decide. It does. It does feel weird saying like I think the soundtrack is better in four because that suggests that the soundtrack in five is not good, which is completely untrue. Like the sound, like I, I, I the the music in this game, the music in both Persona Five and Persona Four is like a huge part of of like contributing to those games personality which is something that i really think music actually does in games and it like i i, I don't know it's it's fantastic essentially is what i'm saying <laughs> it's uh but it sticks with you longer than some of the actual memories of like the gameplay do I yeah find. yeah like like, or, like or I, there, I can sorry go on no no sorry you were i, I, I was just saying, or saying? The very, at the very least like a lot of those memories are attached to certain musical motifs like oh, like like the the, uh, the piano thing when you were figuring out parts of the mystery in Persona 4 still I think about yeah, that every yeah. single day the the da 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 that little yeah, thing yeah, the, yeah. The, that oh man that uh, song is great but like, I mean, it's also like you know even just things like hearing the fucking velvet room music again is like fuck man okay these these guys know okay this this is a melody that you want to be associated with this particular part of this game because you had it associated with that in another game and it's like it it, it, it goes all the way back to the first persona and yeah, there was yeah. like an actual piano player and singer like in the velvet room right so like okay. it's, it's a thing that has been through the whole series yeah 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 that's i'm playing persona one last night that was like the first thing that popped up when you hit start i believe that was the first music that starts playing it's it's crazy how old that song is i guess i, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I just yeah. Yeah, and and that's I guess like it is is cool how how that it's it's cool how they they recognize the importance of crafting a game's identity and stuff. Um, which you know, like you maybe don't get in like yeah. I found this a lot in like Breath of the Wild as well, where it was like 
the kind of sparse, like almost like electron, like the kind of the way the pianos were played in Breath of the Wild were like made it sound like they'd applied some kind of like glitch effect to them, uh, where it was it was actually just performed that way, and I was like, okay, this both encompasses the sparseness of this world and also the ways in which for example the typical zelda formula has been brought into something of of a has been brought into more of a modern sensibility um and like i felt that the music in breath of the wild was like really encapsulated that game's identity in a weird way and then it's it's cool to kind of see a game that really understands the importance of how sounds work in securing those memories in your head because a lot of what persona 4 did for me anyway was like you know like when at the end of persona 4 and i'm talking about like the very end when you're kind of saying goodbye and everything it's like you're going through all those memories and a lot of that is linked for me anyway to the sounds i was hearing when those were happening and I can kind of see this a similar thing happening with this. Um so yeah, it's 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 like bigger than just like the music is really good. It's that the music is actually performing some kind of narrative purpose here. <laughs> like so yeah, I don't know. Um, they do motifing very well. They bring certain songs back. Yeah. And they reuse songs from previous games and like the way that they attach it to a certain part of a game or a certain character even is amazing because that sticks with you. Yeah, yeah. And then when you hear like a remix of that song or you hear like a completely new song, like when I was headed towards the final boss battles, I was like expecting the normal J rock boss theme that normally comes on. Yeah. And this completely new song comes out and I'm just like, Oh, this is real then. Huh? Yeah. And it like it was genuinely exciting to hear what I believed was the final boss theme, and then I heard it three total times. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> well, but, um, yeah. My, my favorite thing was, in an interview, Shoji Maguro said, we were inspired by acid jazz. As soon as I heard that sentence, I was like, oh, I'm so yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah. just Jamiroquai. Yeah, I, I was going to say, this is just, just Jamiroquai. Yeah, it's, 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 like, that's the thing. You could hear fucking, like, JK, like, early fucking JK singing over this shit, and I'm like, that is dope. <laughs> it's... Uh, yeah, I uh, like I don't know. I I I've I've been listening to a lot of Jamera quite lately, so like. Well, they came out with a new album <laughs> yeah. like days before this game out and I'm like this is going to be the best week of my life. There's a Jamera <laughs> album and Persona 5 coming out. It's like God's making up for all the shit that I've been through. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um but yeah, I guess like um what else is there really to talk about? <laughs> like I mean like I think the biggest thing, and I think the thing that's actually going to stick longer than anything else in this game, is the UI and presentation in this game oh, fuck. being so possibly good. the best thing I've ever seen. So good! Like that pause screen is so addicting, man. How, that little how, slap on the screen. How how does it work? Like how how is how could something like that possibly work? You know, what I mean, it's like it's baffling that it's 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 so good and so encapsulates what that game is like i still don't skip the intro cutscene whenever i pop that game in because it's just yep. it's it, it's so fucking stylish i'm like it, it shouldn't be that legible like you but it's, it's things like the way in which certain things are positioned it's like okay these are 
visually these are mapped in the same way that they would be mapped on like a button setup and stuff it's like there's so much care that went into that style that like i can't i can't even like really you know i, I don't know it's, it's fucking great is what i'm saying it's um but yeah like what what do you think about that devon like i it should not make sense yeah. at all it looks like a total mishmash yeah but everything comes together like you were saying when you're in battle everything is positioned exactly like your controller yeah yeah and like the first time i saw that i it blew my mind and something that small shouldn't be blowing my mind yeah yeah. but like i i love the fact that even for previous games they would choose a color motif as well and this one is just pure black white gray and red yes and it just seeps throughout the whole game well you see that Mm -hmm. that's that's actually a really interesting thing because it looks like you say it looks like it should be very messy but like like you say there's a very limited sense to it in terms of the colors that it uses like it is it's not like if they'd used any more colors it would be garish you know it's but it's the fact that they used okay warm and dark tones and like like they, they they clearly had an eye for like okay we want this to come across as bright and kind of in your face we don't want to go too far with it. Like, there's a sense of restraint to things like the color choices that I really, really appreciate. But, um, yeah, man. Um, there, there's another thing that I also really like is when when you think about how Persona 4 is positioned in relation to Persona 5, it's like, it's really interesting the ways in which things like identity are kind of talked about because... When you think about Persona 4, it's a guy from the big city going to a little town and, like, all kind of, like, you'd think that in that sense it's, like, all eyes are on you, but they're kind of not. Like, you're just kind of existing in this small town, whereas you're in, in Persona 5, you're going from, like, one big city to another and yet in that big city you are constantly under scrutiny at all times everyone's saying you're a criminal everyone's saying that you know this that and everything else about you and then you form this weird group of like thieves that goes in and steals people's thoughts and everything and like that you build up a personality that you are very personally attached to and is very easily identifiable through symbols like the masks but you there's also a sense of distance where it's like okay the masks are like whilst you know people aren't literally talking about the masks but the masks are like symbolic of the fact that these are characters that people are referring to rather than actual people there's there's like an investment in building up an identity that isn't actually you which i which i think is really interesting in terms of comparing that to persona 4 where it's actually not really like you're in persona 4 you are very explicitly going and solving crimes whereas in persona 5 you're kind of you know committed to a certain extent committing crimes for the sake of building an image whereas in persona 4 you're just kind of trying to solve crimes for because you can you know it's like i i I don't know like do you guys have any thoughts on like on that kind of 
on those kind of like small differences between the two games in terms of how they like frame the ways they talk about identity and stuff or is that not something that like interests you it's a big thing about um criminality in japan which is a very different thing than i would say most of the west right okay um there is a major stigma about having a criminal record in the east of any sort even if like and at some points you tell people what happened at the beginning to give you that criminal record and they say oh that's bullshit anyway i'm still gonna judge you (laughs) yeah it's like i loved seeing that kind of played out and it was really interesting to see because like in america pretty much everything's a crime and everyone's gonna get a ticket here and there Yeah, yeah it's whatever uh, but like that and building up the image kind of reminds me of uh graffiti writing which i've done here and there for the past like 10 years yeah, yeah um you're doing a lot of things that are dangerous illegal and not really rewarding just so you can make a mark on like a billboard or a train or something and like that is your that's your piece you know that's that's your name that's what you represent yeah and it's really cool to see like that i guess glorified instead of stigmatized because as much as society is stigmatizing you this game is pushing you on to do this shit like the people who understand why you're doing this are supportive of you and the game rewards you for being a criminal at the end of the day (laughs) so like it's it's really cool to see that and also like the fact that they used some graffiti elements and like uh papering like the um sending out the calling card when you first start doing it and you're just papering it on walls, that's like what real graffiti people do when they want to really send a message. They put yeah, up like yeah. 50,000 posters, you know? Yeah. Totally. It's just like kind of cool to see that, but also it's thematic because you're the phantom thieves and that's like a thing from like the 20th century. Like so, I, I love the phantom thief motif and I love the fact that it, it, it dives into that just a little bit. So essentially this is the Mark echoes getting up to that. We never got. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Yes, I completely it, forgot I, about that game. Oh god, I can never forget about that game or Jets at Radio Future because those are the first times I saw graffiti, and I'm like, well, I'm gonna do this now. Yep, yep, and yep. Like, I totally thought the same when I played Mark Echo's game up. But see, Contents I went under far pressure. enough as to yeah, like I went far enough as to actually learn how to graffiti write yeah, and yeah. hang out with people and go under certain bridges in certain cities that I shouldn't name. And it's my graffiti is probably still there to this day, which is kind of cool. So little do you know that this has actually been a sting operation. Police, I knew it. police, get get Devin. We're gonna take I your thought, heart spray can. That's your treasure. I, I thought God. I was gonna get arrested for spoiling the game, but I guess that <laughs> this is the real crime. You, you yeah. guys, were, this is the long con. The real crime was the friends we made along the way. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> doesn't even make sense. <laughs> no, that's perfect. <laughs> um, but yeah, Nico, like, how how do you feel about the ways in which you're characterized in four versus five? Do you have any opinions on that? Or, I mean, other than the obvious of just four is just so much low, so much more low key overall about everything yeah. you get up to. Nobody's out for. It. Although it doesn't really seem like. Does anyone explicitly say on the team that they're out to do this just for like vanity or anything like that? It's not like like I strictly mean, for the fame. I'm trying to like think. The closest all, everyone has definitely got their own reasons. reasons. Yeah, yes. but yeah. it's like the, no. I, the closest I was going to say like they're reveling in it, but they're totally not. Like it's I mean, although like, Ryuji, I guess. But like, yeah, the the thing I would say is that like they they take it like what's really interesting is that they 
take it really personally whenever someone says something bad about them and that is like that's that's like a really weird thing in terms because as someone who has like made a lot of music and put a lot of things out there and stuff like that in in terms of putting me out there it's it was a weird kind of thing of like okay these these people are new to this whole identity projection thing because after a while like there were there were things that were happening and people were saying things about them and they were like fucking shit that's not what we represent and it's like okay the you know eventually I, I, i kind of think to myself like eventually are these people going to get to a point where they start like ignoring that you know what i mean it's like it, because whenever you're putting yourself out there in any form i mean obviously it's a slightly more heightened sense of reality when you're talking about hey we're a bunch of thieves that go into people's heads and take things but ultimately when you break that down it's like hey we are projecting uh, an idealized version of ourselves like and when people criticize that or people get the wrong idea like there's there's an inherent sense there of like i need to defend this i need to defend this when actually that's just like people are going to get the wrong idea regardless of what you do like i'm kind of interested to see how how that kind of thing resolves if if it does resolve like how the how these characters come to terms with the fact that they will never actually fully be able to control their own identities like i kind of like the video i put out today like that would kind of be the extension of that i guess like okay these stats are telling you a story of maybe i don't have as much control over the real world as i like to think i do at what point do i stop caring about that (laughs) you know um i don't know that that's that's like a potentially interesting dilemma for me where it's like i you know i i i don't I, I don't necessarily expect them to directly confront that, but I, I think that there's potential there for them to kind of... There, there's there's potential for there to be things to take away from that in regards to, like, the way in which you handle your the identity that you've crafted for yourself and stuff, which I personally find very interesting, but I don't know um, if if that's interesting to anyone else. But, um, but oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah, like I, I don't know. Uh, it's 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 a fantastic fucking game, and like I can't like it, it, I I you know I'm thinking to myself like okay, once I get this podcast edited and put up, I'm gonna play through some more because I can't not play through it. Like, oh yeah, I plan on beating it today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't don't hold me to that because <laughs> you, you know how it goes. I I believe I said this like five separate occasions of Persona Four where I'm just like I think this is the end tonight. I beat it and then yeah. There's an additional twenty hours or something. I mean, like that's 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 a weird thing. Like, do, do you guys uh, like? Because for me, I I like one of the best things a piece of art or an artist can do is value brevity, like or you know conciseness. Like, is is there a point in this game at all where you guys think maybe this could have been shorter? Like, cause I've, I've seen a couple of people say, you know, Hey, I, I think I'm at like the, you know, one of the last dungeons, like this is a fucking long ass game. Like does, d- does a game need to be that long? 
<laughs> like, this- uh, I don't think anything needs to be a hundred hours or something, yeah. honestly, at the end of the day. But I, I've gotten to a point where I appreciate something like that. Like I, yeah. I, I consider that these games are, you know, what I've played of these uh, out of the Shin Megami stuff. They, they're all very like asymmetrical feeling plot wise. You know what I mean? They're, you can't really predict beat story beats or if you do, you're easily going to get them subverted. Or that's what I find. Like, yeah. And, and I, maybe that's just a product of the story being told by not, you know, Western writers who all just do the same kind of plot stuff. But like, I don't know. I, I find that even if they're taking their sweet ass time telling the story, as long as the story is weird and kind of. I guess for lack of a better term like foreign to me like yeah. I, I can put up with it but if you had asked me that question like maybe like five years ago I'd probably say like fuck no this game needs to be shorter yeah, so yeah. it's like a very recent kind of thing I'm on with stuff like this but I would say it doesn't ruin it for me but I could totally see people being like alright this game could have ended like five dungeons ago or something for them <laughs> you know yeah I mean I guess I guess it's like when it, like again it comes back to okay I'm playing this within a very focused amount of time like and I'm and I'm seeing a lot of the same stuff crop up in terms of like the phone conversations. It's like we need to go to this thing. You, like okay, I was going to do that thing anyway. Thanks for reminding me. Uh, um, I think if you pursue the social stats and you you, you want to like try to round them out, I think you end up like the phone stuff is kind of like whatever. You can kind of move past it because you can yeah. kind of make your your own days as interesting as you want them in that game. It's your choice if you want to spend a solid week watching DVDs. I think, you know, I think, I think or, it was I think it was Justin McElroy who said. You know, once you get the gist of a conversation in Persona Five, you can skip it. Like, it's, oh yeah, for sure. You know, it's um, yeah. I don't know. Also, uh, you mentioned last week, Nico, the DVDs, and you just mentioned it there. Uh, I I rented some of the DVDs, <laughs> and it, they're 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 kind of great. Like, they're, they're, like they're, <laughs> the, the the bad acting on purpose yeah, is just like it's yeah, it's so there's, fucking lovable. There's, there's layers to that that I like. The 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 localization in general, like, is really good. Um, there are some moments where it's like, oh, that 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 was a wee bit like uncanny in <laughs> in a weird way. Like, um, there was, uh, I think it was the desert dungeon, the pyramid one, where it was like, uh, Yusuke kept going on about oh, a treasure chest. You could get more money, and I was like, that's that's a weird way to say. It. Like, that's a weird way to say that. Like, there, there's. Is, is- isn't he like always set on money because he's always broke or something? I don't know. Like, <laughs> you you like an artist. That, that motherfucker get... said he couldn't take the train, right? <laughs> then we go to a bookstore. He sees a book for 500 yen. That's more than the train costs. He says, I'm going to buy this. That's cheap. What the fuck, Yusuke? That's an Yusuke. actual character thing. Like, there's points in the game where they ask, like, hey, can you pitch in for something like this? He goes, oh, no, I spent all my money on paint. Like, what have you been eating all week? Mostly crackers. Can you walk me home halfway because I don't have train fare? Fuck you. And then, then he goes to God. the beach and buys two lobsters because he likes yes, lobsters. he does. <laughs> and he just holds them there and that's the funniest animation I've seen in a while. <laughs> yeah. I, there's so many pictures just in my on my phone of just like a like a folder just of because you can't hit the share button in this damn game. I was gonna so say my full. fucking phone like I only have a 16 gigabyte card in my phone. It's fucking full because I kept having to take screenshots. I'm like this yeah. needs to be immortalized. <laughs> I needed a picture of Ryuji in his no more rules shirt. I want that shirt so bad. He has some really good clothes. Let me tell you, he's got that and he's got the the Zomg shirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. that shirt's amazing. It, I didn't right. realize until like a couple days ago what the fuck that shirt actually said. I never paid attention to it until the other day. But like, 
in, uh, in, in terms of like you know weird localization and stuff there's also a moment where it, it like you, you go out you go out to sushi with uh sojiro and futaba and futaba like i think she chokes or something or something's like spacey and she's like i need to go to the bathroom and then sojiro laughs and goes she's so busy i'm like wait what <laughs> Like, that's what the a, fuck that's, does that mean? That's, that's not that's not how you that's not how that word or phrase is used. My my. It's like saying you have to pay the dark price in a Yakuza Zero. Like, <laughs> like what the fuck does that mean? You're talking about shitting your pants. What? Yeah. You know the dark price. You gotta. <laughs> oh god. Have you have you played Yakuza Zero? Uh, oh uh, yeah. I've, yeah. I've, that was another game that I picked up right before this and went well shit. We'll yeah yeah. Play more of that. Oh god. Uh, have you have you beaten it yet? No, uh, I'm pretty oh, far fuck. into it, oh, but like, yeah, no, oh, I know, oh. I know. Nico, Nico, have you have you played? Have you, did you buy Yakuza Zero? It's, it's currently. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. I can see the glint of the wrapping still around it. I don't know when I'm getting to this game. Oh, I have to, by the end of the year. You know? <laughs> well, Nico, by the end of the year, you, you'll also have Yakuza Kiwami to deal with. God damn it! And also, um, Yakuza Five exists, right? Yes, like a thing. yes in the west that's on ps3 was it on ps4 in japan i can't remember is that the one that does not have a physical release at all yeah like, that's that's a, in the okay. west in the west it was digital only in fact i i yeah. asked the guy at gamestop i'm like i could have sworn i saw yakuza 5 at some point does that exist and he said no <laughs> <laughs> so fuck thank yeah. you for clearing that up but um when you when you left the game store did the guy like speak into his wrist like he's on to us <laughs> i don't think so take him out <laughs> He, was, he, he, just, he, he actually just talked really loudly to his friend about the Wii U for some reason. That's all I remember about that guy. Someone has to do it, you yeah, know? I guess. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. God. To be fair, they do have to sell those things still, despite the fact that the Switch is out. So I bet he's like, man, you remember the Wii U that did all this stuff too? Kind of, not really. Yeah, I wish I, wish I had both a Switch and a Wii U. That's... Set. The Switch no section of GameStop Switch section, by the way, is like the most pathetic thing I've seen since like the N gauges display in a store. It's like literally <laughs> a a clip strip of games, like, and that's it. <laughs> there's a fuller, like, there's a more diverse range of like cases and uh, Joy-Con grip covers for that fucking thing Jesus on the wall Christ. than there is games, like physical games, like four games on the wall. It's pathetic. <laughs> See, I, mean, I just order off Amazon, so I don't have to deal with people. <laughs> yeah, no, I've I've been I, I found this weird GameStop around the corner from my house, and it's like they're dead set on just liquidating almost every Wii U and PS3 game they have right now. So I've just been making that like a point just to pop in there every week and get like a five dollar game that I never played ten years ago or something. Is it's been good. Like, hey, you got any copies of that FIFA Street Three for PS3? Could really <laughs> use that right now. It's the most elusive <laughs> game. <laughs> It's really not. I think I've literally seen one every time I've been in a brick and mortar store. It's hard to see. It blends in with all the Maddens and all the all the past Fifas and all the Pezes. You're talking uh, about the candy, right? Like the yes, right next all, to the Funko the, Pops is the. It's the only thing that sells in those. Stores. All of the Guardians of the Galaxy Pezes that they sell at the GameStop. There's piles. God, there was a time when that could have been a fake thing, but now, yeah, Game GameStop is full happen. of candy. I would totally see it. And then they would have Pez, Pez dispensers, so it's like, Konami's making all sorts of money off of puns now. 
I'd rather buy a Pez dispenser off them than one of those po- poppy doll. What are they called? It's not a Poyo Pop. I called it almost called it a Poyo Pop. Those fat things with the big the heads that pop, are based pop, off every IP in pops. existence. Yeah, their yeah. Name, their name literally means shit pop. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I, sorry, I just got this into my head when you guys mentioned the name Guardians of the Galaxy. There's, there's that, that new Telltale game came out. And, oh yeah. Like, oh, have, right. you, have you guys seen that fucking the art style they've used for that? Like. It's, it's just it's weird seeing a, a telltale game that doesn't use the fucking um one review i saw of it um, said uh charcoal face and i was like that that is actually very accurate to the what is to, that wait the, what does that mean well it's just you know the kind of like the drawn on like it's like guardians of the galaxy looks like like a game <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what it is <laughs> but it's like it's, it's, it looks weirdly clean and I, like I, I just oh okay feels, uh, no, i'm looking at it right now yeah. I, groot should not be that smooth man yeah, what is, uh, like, like give this motherfucker some texture he's made a fucking tree bark come on yeah exactly it's like fucking every character is a fucking slip and slide it's like uh, uh, oh, that's uh, not good I don't, give I don't it some like give it some grit give it some charcoal sh- give it some thick black lines like batman or something you know just yeah exactly um <laughs> why has guardians of the galaxy telltale invaded the podcast <laughs> persona cast get that shit out of here oh, someone God. changed our hearts they're like they've been talking about persona for too long we need to step into down. them we need to well, at least talk about the telltale <laughs> i'd rather drip black ooze on my face than talk about guardians of the galaxy telltale <laughs> <laughs> oh god i mean is, is there anything else like you guys feel needs to be talked about in terms of persona because like in terms of me it's, it's, it's really just like at this point i just need to keep Minutia. playing I, I, I mean yeah I, yeah I got a lot of like little things that i just love i don't know <laughs> like yeah that's yeah. that's it is like the little things i guess that are just great like the uh, i don't know i feel I, I do feel like a dick in the uh teacher relationship i'm in i guess because of all uh, of the perks th- that come with that and it makes you just feel like the biggest jerk ever like that that whole thing yeah. makes me feel like super skeezy like this woman is washing okay. my clothes and yeah. making me coffee and making me curry and just and i am i don't do anything in return like, oh, also like, also uh, i i i definitely see what people were talking about when they were talking about the the game's weird relationship with lgbt characters i was like oh yes and it comes oh, up yeah. multiple times and that's what Those, makes it worse yeah. the two uh the, the two, two the, people the, in the two Shin, guys shinjuku and, and on the beach where they're like they're the same guys i think right yeah yeah yes, yes. Ooh, yes. oh and, uh quick I, I just I messed up earlier when I was talking about that black and white bear it was not in Akihabara it's in shinjuku during the day Anyways, ah, right. Okay. Okay. All right. Sorry. Now I know what you're talking about. Um, but, uh, <laughs> In case people went looking for the bear. <laughs> um, but yeah, that when I saw those when I saw those characters, like, ooh, that's a what do you think of the bartender? Uh, so they actually treat uh, yeah. Lala Escargo a little bit better. Yeah, like they kind say, of make a point of it. Like there, there is out, a there's a dialogue option where you say, "Do I have to cross dress as well?" And I just did not fucking pick that one and. <laughs> It lets you move on as, you know, like, you don't have to pick that, and... It, and it just I've, moves on, I've, and she's just part yeah, of the story, and she's a, cool. I, yeah. I've yet to have any shittiness happen, in my opinion, with that character. I, I'm I'm always, like, tense when that character shows up, because I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. Offensive scene, and I'm just like, uh, it's okay. They don't like, they don't make anything of it, really. She's yeah, like, she's, yeah. she's part of uh, Ichigo's story, 
Mm-hmm. And like she butts her head in every once in a while, but that's it. That's really it. She, like, she that, seems if, out of if they, out of those if, two characters in that bar, they seem to be the most. She seems, uh, yeah. Uh, is it Lala or Lulu? I just can't remember. Uh, Lala Escargo, because yeah. like, it's such a, like a weird name. Like it stands yeah. out really well. I like it. Yeah, she's but, definitely the most level-headed character in that. In, out of those two in the bar, for sure. When when I first saw her, I thought that's what people were talking about. I'm like, this isn't that bad. If they had just had her, I think things would have been fine. But yeah. like, man, the they have to make this weird joke about like very flamboyant, very colorful, like crazy clothes, gay characters in Shinjuku at night, and they have yeah. to make a deal of it, hitting on you and Ryuji. Like, they, what what do they do to Ryuji? Like, uh, they I think they take just him take away him and out. The screen goes black. I think they just take him out for a night on the town, is what they were saying. I I wouldn't want this game to actually broach anything worse than that yeah i don't think that's what they were going for i think they were just going for that specific gag and just like hang out with us and he didn't want to because your best friend in a persona game always has to be like weirdly homophobic i guess yeah yeah i I guess it's just like i I always the the fade to black in persona to me means you just got laid for some reason in my mind so it's just like you know you know what i mean it's always like i spent some time in my room and it's just i don't know it's just kind of Every single like. time after making coffee, did what, what's happening there? <laughs> no, 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 the specific like the relationship one goes to black, and then the text bubble pops up, and it's just a black screen. It just says, "We spent some time in my room," and I was just like, "Uh oh!" Right? I don't you know. wait for that. You wait for that little wink and nudge before you think, "Oh, things are happening." But 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 they fade to black, and I believe Ryuji just screams, and I'm like, "Uh oh." That's not good. You know, like, I, I no, don't know. That's... It's, it's not. But yeah, also, yeah. I wouldn't think they would actually, like, yeah, they're not, try they're... to imply that something happened. Yeah. I, I don't know. This game, I, I read out the bat, is a, there's a police officer stepping on your head in this game. I thought this game was just going for a full-on, across the board, just we're going to go harder, I, I, I don't, darker. I don't, I don't think, I, just... I don't think the, the music that plays over that was like, well, you know, as we said last week, when you're getting, when you're trying to convince On, who is recently the victim of, like, a sexual so assault. Fucked. You're That's like, so hey, uh, so you mind just like like getting all naked for this dude so we can like infiltrate the house? But, you know? like, it's, but it's also properly like Ryuji's like, <laughs> yeah, like, fucking maybe maybe don't do that, Ryuji. <laughs> maybe that makes he's you like, look like that, a you know, weird like two birds one stone. We we get to progress in this case and we get to see on naked. Like it's like, oh, this is fucked up, man. Like the whole country's gonna see. You. Uh, Yusuke's no. not much better either. Yeah. Before but then you find that. out Yusuke is like not actually romantically interested. Yeah, he's just yeah. a weirdo. Like he's <laughs> yeah. just like, no, this is just something I want to do. Like I just, he's, a I bit, he's a bit aloof too with the way he words some things. I think he's a bit overly poetic. One, one, one of my one, my one of my favorite moments is when uh, is is during Yusuke's social link where you're on the boat and he's drawing yes. like the, those those two characters on the other boat and he's like fucking stand still, <laughs> like there's sit still, like go back to your previous angle and they're like what. <laughs> So I'm like, like this guy's such an asshole, but it's super funny. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I, I don't know. There's like, I, I'm kind of thinking that there's there's maybe not as many like standout moments like that within the social links as there maybe were there maybe wasn't like four or something. But um, but I, th- I, I I I I don't know. I think the one thing that I really like. Um, was that they involved mementos in most of the social links. Like, you had to right. go out and find out who was causing them their problems yeah. and then beat the shit out of them. I kind of liked that that was, like, a thing in most of them because it broke up the flow just a little bit. And also, yeah. it gave you yeah. a reason to go into this major dungeon that you're supposed to be going into. I like that. And I also like the fact that you are 
capable of changing these people's lives, and that's how you become a better friend with them. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. I, I appreciated that. Yeah, you feel sure. like you have more of an impact with that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, although it's... whenever whenever it came to mementos, I would just be like, okay, I've beaten a palace. I'm just going to drive through mementos so I unlock all the floors, and then once a job comes up, I can just go back in and just warp to like a particular floor and then just yeah. sort that out there and then um but but yeah i i, I do kind of like the mementos is like a weird like really reminded me of like let it die <laughs> in a weird yes, way because it's that oh, weird procedural sure. generation there's yeah. trains everywhere yeah yeah it's totally. oh, you guys ever meet the reaper no um, I haven't, no. I haven't yet, no i've never met that thing and they say like, oh, if you spend too long down there, yeah. and I've like looked it up, and there's like threads of people complaining about the Reaper and stuff. I'm just like, I've never fucking they I, they hype it up when they, they, they first they, explain mementos to you, and it's I yet to find it. They, they say when whenever you hear chains, and I'm like, I've never heard. I heard chains once, right. and nothing happened. <laughs> and I might have been, I, I don't know. It's uh, I, I just I'm baffled by it. I, I figured that was gonna like pop up in the plot at some point or something, and or. No, yeah, he's completely just, optional. It's it's just a thing that they always like doing. Like in three and four, he's also there, but there were like weird stipulations to spawn oh, him. Oh wow! Um, I never even he, knew that about four. So um, he's he's really hard to unlock in four because it's based off of uh, opening chests. It's how many chests you open while you're in whatever dungeon you're in. I think you have to huh. get to twenty one in a row, and then the twenty second oh, wow. one is the one that pops open. All right. Okay. That, I looked up that's a guide hard. one time, and that's what it told me. And there's sometimes where if you don't get to another chest fast enough while the chains are rattling, he doesn't show up anyway. So like it's and but in three, it was pretty much a sure thing. If you stayed on a floor after a certain amount of time, he would show up. And also, certain uh, shuffle time things would make him show up faster. Um, I read something in this game where it takes up to ten minutes sometimes for him to spawn because they really want to make sure that you're not running into this guy because he's really hard to fight. I, I I just want to get that achievement. Or I want to get that trophy. <laughs> so I would save that for New Game Plus because I think he's like level eighty. Oh uh, shit! Okay, okay. <laughs> I, uh, it's it's currently flu season, and I'm wondering if maybe that'll give me like a leg up. Or is he affected by pollen and shit? Do you know? I hear he is, and I hear is flu the one that gives them despair? Or is that the one that they're asleep? I don't know. I haven't been to Mementos since flu season started, but I just figured since the it literally po- says po- flu season po- on the po- screen, po- that pollen, pollen season makes him sleepy. So I think flu causes a chance for them to be uh, under despair, which means after three turns, they fucking die. Fuck. Which I found out about in the middle of a boss battle, by the way. Oh, yeah. Dude. (laughs) Uh, I had to to turn off the console, go outside, and walk around the block after that happened. (laughs) I saw that tweet, yeah. I was so mad. I uh, ref- I got uh, my most fe- infuriating death last night, and I lost two hours. Uh, I I did a hama on someone, and they reflected it back on me, and I died. That's beautiful. <laughs> it, it feels so fucking horrible, but also you're just like, man, that was kind of awesome in a fucking terrible way. Like, <laughs> totally have no one to blame but myself. Should have checked. <laughs> oh man. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Th- death doesn't feel as bad in this game. I gotta say, I. Uh, there was a, I, I got pissed every fucking time because like I, I'm just like I, fuck I, you. The despair one better. fucked me over, but I I don't know. I had some bad ones in four. I, I guess nothing will beat the losing ten hours event that happened to me in four, where I literally had to take like a month off the game and go find myself. I don't. It was just like I I I died during the uh, the 
big burger boss fight <laughs> um and it was Your like right, right it was right at the end and like and it was it, it, like i had about like eight minutes left or something like that because that fight turned con like turned into constant just like managing okay i need to get this health up i need to get this health up and then block and block and block um and these these characters like afterwards i read that um if you in in that fight if you're hungry then the big burger like the the big bang thing that the the robot does in that actually heals you yes it does it heals <laughs> I, you fully I was like, and, and so my characters were like doing the automatic thing of like hey i'll, I'll make you not hungry anymore I'm like you fucking idiot <laughs> like don't don't hit me with your fucking fan or whatever like let, oh, God. yeah um and it, like I, I died with about like like seven minutes like so i'd spent about like 25 minutes fighting this fucking boss and then it was like hey, do it all again and i was like oh i don't know about this <laughs> I, I think i may just be lucky with all my weaknesses matching up perfectly but i've i've i haven't had any trouble on a boss except for uh the pyramid one all like, right okay I, I, i've beaten them all in like one go and i just like i feel like they're too easy because i don't think that, i should ever beat a persona the, boss in one go i just feel like that's yeah. such an unico thing like i'm not that good so it makes me worried about the difficulty of the game overall the, the, like the, the, de definitely feels like i'm kind of getting through this a bit easier than i did with four um four had bosses that took me like a weekend to get through because yeah. i could not crack them like the the video the 8-bit world one yeah springs to mind where i just couldn't beat that guy for the longest Fucking time and I had to shadow grind it out. mitsuo was the worst <laughs> yeah that and that uh, one... shadow yukiko was the first one that's the one that a lot of people talk about they still say that was the first time i like stalled at that game right because it... like, i don't have any the... bad like memories associated with that fight really I, i'm trying to think maybe I got, I died three or four times I think, just because of like the way um the prince that she summons was like really fucking annoying and I couldn't knock him down for some reason, and then also I don't think I had any persona strong to fire, so like oh yeah I I, I just remember having a hard time with that and Shadow Mitsuo was just like uh, going through those different forms and he kept he kept reforming his shell right as I was about to attack him, so like he would get like a fresh set of health. Like fifteen hundred health, yeah, right before yeah. I was able to get to him, and it was the fucking worst. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, it's that, bringing that, back that, some yeah, memories. Bad fucking fight. <laughs> That's I, I can remember some fights in four that were just like I hated it. I I hate this game. Like I like just making me reconsider even progressing and. I, I mean, like, if I've learned anything from four, it's power through it, and it's almost always worth it, and you always get some good stuff. Like what what you kind of tend to realize though is that when a fight has you like send someone off to do other things, like in in five, I mean, like the goal of that fight is largely just to stay alive. Like you don't need to focus on like attacking them or whatever. You know that okay, in three turns, I'm gonna like something's gonna happen that is going to win this fight for me you know so like with the pyramid dungeon i was like okay the the trebuchet or no not the uh, the is it trebuchet i can't remember uh the, the oh they called it something real specific. ballista the ballista, ballista yes yeah uh, um th like they bring they bring that out and i was like okay i'm i'm just and like i'm not doing any damage to this thing so okay i've got to just stay alive until the ballista the ballista fires off and then i'm good you know um so 
yeah uh, like i i don't know there's there's definitely a, a bigger sense of like i don't know if automation is the right word to to like some of the bosses here but it definitely does feel like there's less moments where i'm kind of hitting my head against a wall i feel like here than in four um but i i you know i i i don't i i feel like the, i i don't come to persona for the combat you know what i mean like i i've said multiple times that i'm not a fan of turn-based combat like things like you know if i stupid shit that like if if i miss an attack i want to know that that's because of me and not because of a random number you know it's um but like there's there is something like snappy to the combat here that i really appreciate like it feels a lot faster than persona 4 did for example but at the end of the day like i'm you know i'm kind of just i'm trying to get through these dungeons so i can get to the school shit <laughs> it's uh so like I, I don't i don't necessarily mind that things perhaps feel a little bit more autopiloty here um I, I feel like there's a lot more focus put on to like how you navigate the dungeons because in four it was very much like okay we're going like we're just trying to get to the top you know it's uh uh whereas here it's like okay you're 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 kind of solving environmental puzzles and stuff which i thought which i thought was really cool um, yeah the puzzles are okay like they're not they're, they're not they're not like, they're not they're not stupid but they're, yeah, like you know yeah. they're they're very hey, they ain't fucking rocket science but like they're, they change things up a bit you know it's, i uh, don't feel like they're very tedious all there's one in the casino that's just like fuck oh, okay. like the well it was more just because i got lost i think it's the only time i've ever been lost in a dungeon right in this game was the casino one i don't know have you like done the casino or have you i, I i'm like just at the start okay uh i want to know if you have the same problem i had it was like a I just couldn't find a certain thing for a very, okay. very long time, and I had to look it up, and then I felt like an idiot, but maybe it was just me. <laughs> it usually is. <laughs> yeah, 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 big, yeah, big doofus. Um, I'm, a big, I'm a doofus thief. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I guess, like, at the end of the day, Persona 5 is a really fucking good video game. <laughs> um I'm yeah, glad that's the conclusion we came to after all this because, like, I'd imagine after all this chat, someone went, you know, maybe I didn't like that game. It's, it's, I, that's what I was worried about. Like, I've waited so long for this game. If this just went wrong, I don't know how I would feel for yeah, the rest yeah. of my life. <laughs> no, but it's, so it's, I, it's like it's like we talked about earlier. You know, there's there's a lot of like weird relationships that people have with these games in terms of, you know like we said not not just like the 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 personal bonds we form with these characters but also like how these games affect our lives to a stage where the business decisions associated with them have like tangible effects on how we view the game and how the game affects us as people like it's a really weird thing that doesn't really happen with other games a lot so um like i am i'm definitely like Part part of me was very worried that playing playing games the way I kind of have to now, which is very much like you know I play the games and I'm done with them. Like I, I was kind of worried with this that I'd be like skipping through things just so I could get through it and see all the content or whatever. But like I'm still as hooked 
on this as I would have been if I'd just picked it up and been playing it just for the sake of playing it, you know? Um, it's, yeah, it's it's still, like, any any kind of, like, I guess it's, like, any minor issues that you have with a game like this, they are so minor because they appear for, like, half an hour out of a hundred hours, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I, I, I just, I, I think that perhaps that's a thing where the game's length works in its favour, I guess, like, because it makes any like small issues you might have feel so insignificant when compared to the larger whole which is that they've created like a a a game that feels like you're playing through a year <laughs> it's like the way they've scheduled everything and how grand it is when you consider that it's on the scale of an in-game year it's it's like it's really fucking impressive and yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, any closing thoughts from you guys on Persona? Um, I'm afraid to wait for Persona 6 now, because <laughs> if it's going to be another 10 years, and I'm 36 at that point, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to be, and if I'm going to be able to pick up the PlayStation whatever number they're on. Yeah. Like, that I think this is that's why I kind of called it a bookend for me to a degree. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm glad it finally fucking came out, <laughs> and um, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what another tattoo I want to get is based off of this game. I already have two Persona right. tattoos because I'm a fucking idiot, like I said. <laughs> nice, cool, man. Like what? What? What, what, what do you what have? Are they? Um, so on my arm is a black band, and it's the Roman numeral thirteen, which for right. those playing at home is the Death Arcana. <laughs> And um, on my chest, the entirety of my chest is um, the clockwork design that is in the front of Persona 3's Tartarus dungeon. It's this, like, green and blue clockwork design that I just fell in love with. And I was just like, I need this across my entire body now. I will pay $1,000. <laughs> and that happened. And Ooh, now, I'm like, looking at and it. And now you're going to front a hardcore band and just be like, yeah. No. I weigh 126 pounds, dude. I'm not going to ever take my shirt off in public. Um, What is that, like 26 stone? I forget how it works over there. Uh, Yeah, yeah, it's 26 stone. 26 stone being... Did, no, it's, did it's, I really do that? No, you didn't. I, <laughs> I, oh, I was going to say, like, because I got, I, 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 I got a Celsius conversion earlier, and I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah I, know, I know my centigrade. But. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, no, 26. I, I, I'm about 14 stone, I think. And, and you're massive compared to me, so yeah, I could, I could, what, get, I could give you a knuckle a stone? sandwich. Um, like, like, just so everyone knows, I guess. What, what is exactly like? What is it? One point something you, pounds? Uh, what is so it? So, what you want to do is you want to go outside and like pick up a stone, and that's I don't want to do this at all. And, that, and that's a, that's that's a stone. That's I knew it. You, you guys just get on a big gold scale and you put a bunch of rocks on the other side and you yeah, see how exactly. many stones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly, man. You know, it's so I weigh fourteen. I weigh fourteen real life stones. Um, no, uh, I, 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 no, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> what about one boulder? I, 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 oh, no, okay, I got it. It's 14 pounds of stone, exactly, <laughs> according to Google. Oh, so I'm not even 10, then. I'm like 9.25 stone. To to quote, to quote Lemmy, a uh, pound of steel, uh, a kilogram of steel is heavier than a kilogram of feathers. Um, so, uh, 
<laughs> Sorry, Devin, that will make absolutely fucking no sense to you at all. I, uh, I actually know who Lenny is because you? I've seen him. I've seen him on your timeline right. and I checked him out a little bit. I'm like, this guy's <laughs> mad. I kind of yeah, like yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah like, it's it's, it, it's it, a level of Scottish even I can't understand. It's, it's, it's always heartening to me whenever someone who's not Scottish gets Lenny. Um, He's on Netflix right now. Go check him out. <laughs> In America, I mean. Is he actually? What? Why are you laughing? Yeah. That, 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 seems, that seems so fucking weird to me. Like, Yeah, it was. It's bizarre. I, it was insane to like log in one day and see that. And I was like, wait, what What just happened to my Netflix? Like, I thought my Netflix got like, I thought the region got changed or something. Like, <laughs> that's so bizarre that he's on there now. Well, it's like the time I saw John Bishop on something recently. Like, I watched John Bishop's Great Britain. And I'm like, this is great. And everyone's like, how do you is understand it, a Liverpool accent? Great? I'm like, I don't know, man. Yeah, like Scouse makes sense to me, I guess. John Bishop's cool. Uh, is, is John Bishop cool? <laughs> I feel like like John, John I don't Bishop. Even know who John Bishop is. John, John Bishop over here is kind of that like that level of comedian where it's like he's playing fucking like stadiums and shit, and it's like, uh, is this, like is this is this cool anymore? Is this just like you know appealing like? you you guys should you know you know when you take an umbrella outside and it stops raining like then when 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 you then say i'm not going to take an umbrella outside and it starts raining you know it's like that's that's kind of always the level of comedy associated with john bishop there's one joke that always stuck with me from his show and this was like years ago so i'm sure since he's like packed out the o2 or whatever he's probably gotten lamer but there was like a joke he was talking about with like he flew to another part of the country for a pound and right like, okay i just and like i loved that skit for some reason because of the way <laughs> he presented it and then the punchline of the joke is that he spills a cup of tea that cost more than the flight and he answers just i dickhead 250 that was and that's all i remember that was a terrible <laughs> scout by the way i'm sorry <laughs> that sounded more australian than anything oi mate uh, you yeah, done spilled not- my tea you ruddy rotter Oh my god, what's going on? Arsenal! That's the only scouts I can do. Oh, fucking hell. Where's Gerard? That's all. The only thing I know is Steven Gerard. That's the only thing I know. Oh, god. Oh, that, that may, I, I don't even follow football, but that makes sense to me. Um, but, uh, yeah, I guess that will probably do it for persona talk um what i'm gonna do at this stage is i am going to go and urinate and i was literally gonna say the exact same thing (laughs) i have to pee so fucking bad um yeah okay well i mean Devin, if you're still good to kind of talk for a bit um yeah we i'm probably gonna take you up on this pee break thing because i just realized i drank like two bottles of water yeah 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 yeah. it's 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 always the peril of of doing long podcasts where it's like you know i had i had two beers to to fucking start this off and then i'm like oh boy that was maybe not not the right thing to do um but yeah uh we we will we'll take a break right now and then we'll come back and maybe talk about some news how does that sound persona news sure. yeah persona yeah exactly <laughs> oh yeah. god if there's persona news right now i don't know what i would do like <laughs> they announced that the soundtrack is out and i was like cool and they're like it's 30 dollars for the whole thing i'm like 
fuck? That's a yeah. full tank of gas. It's on <laughs> iTunes, right? Isn't that like yeah, the first that, for the series? That's cool. That's really cool, and I really appreciate that. But I'm probably gonna buy two or three songs. And that's I, all yeah, I, got I mean, for it was that. it was also it was the same with the Near Automata soundtrack, where it was like you know hey they brought it on <laughs> itunes and it was like uh, this is 20 pounds and i was like uh, you know but there's also a lot of music there <laughs> it's like some like 60 tracks <laughs> i'm like okay yeah it's a hun- it's 110 tracks for the persona soundtrack so i'm like well you know if you do the math that's, that's probably, not bad per yeah. track but also paying that for music that's, <laughs> that's half per- the cost of the full game which has the music in it <laughs> <laughs> exactly i already paid for the music just give me it um but yeah, okay, we will we will take a break just now and then we will come back with some hot news. I googled Persona 6. Did and, you? Don't, don't do that. And, uh, don't do that. <laughs> um, I found an article from the 2nd of April that says it, it might not take another decade. Fuck I haven't, you. I haven't read that? this article yet. Uh, this is from... Uh, I don't even know what this website is. Tay.kinja.com? That sounds reliable. What the fuck? Oh, talk amongst yourselves. Oh, God, what am I doing? That's someone's blog, dude. Where am I? Kinja blogs are where, like, Kotaku commenters go to try to be better than Kotaku. That's that's literally the first link that pops up when you type in Persona 6. So that just means... Because no one wants to think about Persona 6, Atlas included. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, been a while. I'm offended that you fucking mentioned Persona 6, Nico. Actually, oh my god, now I'm looking at Persona 7. You guys don't even know oh, what's going on. What the hell are you on, what, man? What, 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 Actually, if you type in Persona 7 into Google Images, you this, just get a bunch of dancing on light like, screenshots. Is, is, is this like one of those memes where it's like the small brain is Persona 5 and then the fucking reaching, you know, enlightenment is... Hey, I'm, on Persona, I'm on some Persona 7 shit, man. Uh, Alright, I'm, I'm literally typing in Persona 10. Wish me luck. It's actually... No, you know what the big brain actually is? It's a Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I I'm so glad you I'm so glad you just said that because I've never that. known how to say that name for the longest time. I the only reason I know that was because of a press release that specifically spelled it out for me. I was like, thank oh God, because I thought it was hashtag and I was gonna have to kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just learned right now that there's an actual character for that too, for the sharp What? I didn't yeah. oh, on the keyboard, I mean like Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's Unicode. Well no, that's the so that's technically the M dash, or not the M dash. Um, I forget what it was originally called when Unicode was first uh, transcribed. It used to be a pound sign because of the phone, but before that, it was something else. It's also technically the hashtag. It's not actually the sharp sign because um, there's a different Unicode for that. Like there's sharp and um, flat as well. But you oh, have to really? go into like you have to go into like Unicode like U plus three digit numbers to get that stuff. Because you can type out music on a Unicode keyboard like we have right now. I never knew that. <laughs> Ever. I used. I took a lot of typing classes in college, so. Hell yeah. <sighs> I, sh- I always regret, like, never taking typing seriously in my youth. There was, like, a, multiple occasions where I had the opportunity to take it to the next level, and I never did. So that's been news. Can- Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, we're recording the podcast. Sorry, I got into like pee mode. I, I forgot we were going. <laughs> I was just on about my usual Wednesday. That's uh, yeah. honestly that's literally is... how the podcast is. Yes, yeah, oh, like honestly, at this stage it's far more interesting than news. Um, 
you can fight Square Enix's CEO in Near Automata's new DLC that I won't buy. It's kind of cool, but yeah, I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> but it's like, they, they show you it. <laughs> like, they, they put out a trailer showing the whole fucking boss fight. I'm like, okay. <laughs> guess When people said that, I thought they meant the credits. And I was like, okay. I did that already. Like, you know Spo- what I mean? Spoiler warning for Nier Automata. <laughs> oh, fucking hell, whatever. Like, that's even a spoiler. The whole game is like... <laughs> Devin, have you played Nier Automata? I know exactly what you're talking about. I haven't gotten the ending, but so many people have danced around it. I finally looked it up myself because I knew I wasn't going to take the time to get 26 fucking endings. So I was just like, all right, that's a really cool idea. I appreciate that. See, that's the thing. All, people, the, ne- all the Nier heads have beaten the shit out of Nier Automata by now. It's how it is. That's, that's, only that's the those thing. Fans. People, people talk about, you know, oh, it's like, oh, I, there, there's, 26, there's 26 endings to get. I need to get them all. And it's like, no, you need to get five endings maybe six <laughs> like it's and two, two of them go by in a flash man yeah like, yeah yeah like well yeah a lot of them are like game over screens and stuff yeah and like yeah you walked the wrong direction somewhere like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I remember the, ending O. That was a great one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where I, I jumped off a ledge by accident. <laughs> Some text saying, you got bored and walked this way. The end. <laughs> like, that's actually one of the endings. What the fuck? <laughs> um, but yeah, they've got they've got some DLC coming out. Uh, where, like, the... Is there a release date? The, the big thing about it is that there's a boss fight with um, Square Enix. <laughs> the D- I, I do like the name of the DLC... 3C3C1D119440927. That's the, it's like DLC. the demo. Yeah. I can't wait to search for that on the PlayStation network <laughs> where you have to type in everything one character at a time. Yeah. Oh. I'm totally going to do that. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but uh, yeah, you convince a secretary to let you in to see someone. And it even forces you to agree that you're okay with the fourth wall being broken. Once you do, <laughs> you fight against Square Enix president and CEO y- Yosuke Matsuda. Later on, developer Platinum Games president and CEO Kenichi Sato also joins the fight. Um, yeah. Um, Are you sure we're not still fight. talking about Persona 5? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're changing the heart of square enix ceo and they're gonna... is it a spoiler to bring up that is this maybe what those doors do what you doors? know what I, did you did you find any doors in near that were, had just had like a robot outside and he's just like you can't come in oh no those and those, those, like those never... doors those doors have purpose they they're to do oh, with one, they're to do with one of the endings um okay uh I figured that was DLC areas or something that's what it came off like yeah the way they t- I don't know um you get new costumes that make to be wear less clothes <laughs> essentially is you get the um tiny costume from the first year um and like i i feel i like i i don't know i feel like the cost i feel like tiny's costume in near from the reading i've done in the playthroughs i've watched and stuff like that's it's got a purpose yeah exactly you know and i and, and i'm not sure if that necessarily has the same purpose here <laughs> It's, uh, well, sexu- sexuality in general in these games actually kind of seems to be a reoccurring theme yeah, so i, I kind of yeah. get where they're coming from when they talk about the outfits and how everybody is kind of supposed to be over sexualized and yeah. Yeah, i, 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 don't know. I just comes get, off like fan service I, I, doesn't yeah, it? I, get, like, I, get, I get the feeling that a lot of people are going to be oh, be wearing less clothes it's gonna be great if, for a game so self-aware and fourth wall breaking the the like the fan servicey segments of it make it just feel like a regular ass video game that uh, it's yeah, almost yeah. poking fun at you know what i mean yeah, it's a it's little a, uh, it, it, that's why i get so confused when i try to figure out that game's attitude 
I can't tell if it's 100% taking the piss out of video games or so, not. You know so what I mean? It's Jane, like, so Jane JP says, sweet suit, my love to be. <laughs> uh, Fuck off. Uh, These 2B fans are creepy, man. I don't like, yeah. There's so many of them. Um, no, I mean, I, on, oh. on my on my video, there's a lot of stuff about, yeah, I know, I know uh, Nier Automata should have just been, like, it could only work as a game, but also what about 2B's butt? <laughs> to be fair, there was a point where people were posting gifts of Tubi's butt, and like, look at how wet this butt gets. And I was like, well, I gotta watch this gif now because you're hyping this up. <laughs> I was like, that's a wet robot butt, but yeah. okay. Oh god, what, why do they give them such bodacious booties and stuff for being robots? Like, like they're, they're robot people. Like it's because Yoko Taro is f- <laughs> he's Yoko Taro. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't every so, main so, character in Dragon Guard Three like a nymphomaniac or something? Isn't that like actually a thing? That's uh, what I'm like. Apparently, sure. they all, every I, I, character I have, in I have like gotten, apparently they're all wired to be overly sexual and like crave sex. Apparently, I haven't gotten far enough in that game because that game is like bad Dynasty Warriors. No, I mean the third one. That well, oh, I guess right. like, so, okay. so it's Dynasty Warriors. It's, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, so, we can say Dynasty Warriors is bad. Don't worry. Uh, I feel weird saying that. There's, oh come on! I, we know I, it's I, like I played some Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> no Persona I like, Five. I like the Gundam Wing one that came out because you get to be Hero Yui, and that's yeah, always yeah. been my fantasy. Want to tell girls I'm going to kill them? <laughs> anyway. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, Silver Six Silver Six says, "Now that's a slutty ass costume." <laughs> slutty. Um, there's a guy called Video Game Ninja in these comments that ends every con every, ends every comment with "Ninja approved." Oh God. He's a, he's a character <laughs> commenter in the fucking in the Gamespot comments. Like, good going. <laughs> Um, Konami wouldn't even release a full game. Wait, Konami wouldn't even need to release a full game. The DLC alone would probably win Game of the Year. Yeah. What? Jesus Christ. What? Game games. Sorry, just to change this up. I've been looking at other news stories. Gamespot just posted a video saying, "Watch Zelda: Breath of the Wild's secret ending." Consider this a massive spoiler warning if you haven't yet completed your entire Hyrule adventure. This has been out for like this. People got this, like, the day the game came out. Like, how is this news? Also, I read how you get this secret ending, and as someone who hasn't even beaten the game yet, this is, I, I was planning on getting this ending already, I guess. That's all. Yeah. Like, the way you get it, it seems like the game actually just pushes you that way anyway, so why is it secret? <laughs> like, Video game news, man. Um, I, I, uh, speaking of video game news... Yeah? Uh, remember, remember when we were talking about uh, last week the NES classic getting discontinued? Uh, I'm familiar with yes. It's getting an upgrade, baby. Um, it's the mm. there's no they're they're releasing the S NES classic. It, well, reportedly is coming this year, so it, I guess it's like a very close source said that this is happening but of course of course it's happening yeah yeah, yeah. exactly like when, whenever whenever anyone says I, I feel like at this stage whenever anyone posts something saying reportedly this is happening the only way they're going to post reportedly is if they have a source on it like from inside the company like there's very few times now where something is reported and it later comes out as being like no it was completely different you know it's uh yeah. 
So, um, yeah, this is so, so there's there's going to be an SNES classic. So, so what what do you think? I mean, like, it's going to be hard to fucking get. We know that. Uh, yeah, there's yeah, no. They're, they're gonna, do you think it'll be sixty bucks? They'll, they'll be bringing out the Switch Classic Ugh. next year, um, which will just be a, a, it'll be like the Switch but smaller. Um, <laughs> Some guy and somehow even cube. harder to stock. Like, <laughs> man, there are people who are genuinely interested for these products, and I feel so bad for them. Yeah, because yeah. there's a lot of people getting left behind because Nintendo just doesn't care, I guess, or like. They are. They have a plan set, obviously, and they probably had a plan for the NES Classic, and they just didn't realize how voracious Nintendo fans tend to be. Yeah, which is a weird thing to think about because every time something Nintendo comes out, it's gonna sell out. Yeah, of course. Like, I, I th- do they just not know they're just super they popular to, and famous? Ha- like, do they? Like, I mean, they it, have to know. Is is it, is is it just a thing of like they think, hey, it looks better if we sell out, like of of, of this product. It's a very if, old way of thinking. Yeah. You, you, like that that's the way of thinking that like shitty indie bands that I know from Glasgow think. It's like you know like that's not we're, Nintendo. We're all out of our, selling our album, all twenty five copies yeah, of it, you know? Yeah, exa- exactly. You know, like fucking like yeah, that's you're not Nintendo. It's uh so um I don't know. When I think of Shigeru Miyamoto, I think of Glasgow. <laughs> I can see it. Yeah, exactly. He does play a banjo. It's true. Yeah, which he runs those which streets Gla- too. Gla- which Glasgow, I've seen them. Glasgow people, every Glaswegian I know does. Um, so yeah, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's fucking deliverance over here. Um, but I uh, <laughs> got the idea for Pikmin while glassing someone in a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever he plays Mario Party, he says squeal like a pig. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess like. What games would you like to see on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System Classic Edition? Every one that was good. Oh, uh, yep, <laughs> yep, good, good answer. Good. You can fit that on a memory bank. A I'm solid sure. thirty, like like a solid thirty. Um, uh, that was that was like an angry jewel comment. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, I know. Oh shit! I'm too big now. I can't say shit like that. You can't. You can't be mean to Angry Joe no more because you're always <laughs> featured on his website. <laughs> So, can't that's bite actually, the hand that feeds. It's actually hundred percent true. Yeah, that's such I a can, weird thing I can thing go as hard happen. as I want. <laughs> like, no, like to, to be fair, like you know, uh, uh, like that, that seems to be kind of weirdly separate from the Angry Joe thing. I I don't know. Like, uh, it's 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 a weird thing, and I appreciate the coverage. So, um, we love yeah. Angry Joe. <laughs> We wouldn't tease him so much if we didn't love him. (laughs) Now that AVGN guy, we've got a problem with him. Let's start that now. (laughs) He's got a wedgie coming his way. Mark my words, James Rolfe. We're coming for you. You're angry game, angry video game nerd. He's a massive pile of dookie. And forget about you, irate gamer. What happened to that guy? We talked about this, Nico. That guy is like a paranormal investigator now. Oh, that's right. He started a ghost show. Oh my god, amazing. That's right. I never thought of what I want to do after I'm done with games writing. I think I know now. Follow, follow Chris Bores. He will get you where you need to go. I want to have I want to have night vision cameras on me at all times, point at the screen and go, look at this. And then there's just a red circle displayed over it, and there's nothing there. God, I love paranormal a ghost shows. Or a really bad game. Fuck. Oh, the fucking... I, we, 
is that out yet? Or, it was just a preview last we looked. Sorry, we're going no, way he, off topic. He has several DVDs out, I think, and also gives lectures <laughs> to universities. <laughs> That's right. He was giving, a, <laughs> like, <giving> a lecture. <laughs> right. That's the next guest for the podcast. We're doing a paranormal oh. edition. The Persona cast and the Paranormal cast. Um, <laughs> he can pick the Golden Pumpkin Award this year. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Guest Award. The Chris <laughs> Boris Award. <laughs> oh, so so the SNES Classic is coming out. And that's that's a thing. Um, yeah. Uh, you think Chrono Trigger is going to be on it? <laughs> I th- well, I mean, like, like, like you think? Like, I mean... I, I, yeah, like, it's a very important game for the Super Nintendo, but also it's such a fucking huge game. Could you imagine, yeah. like, like you know, the guts, Nickelodeon guts for Super Nintendo's on this game, but also this freaking huge game about time travel and yeah. made by Akira Toriyama's <laughs> on it. Like, that's, that's such a weird dichotomy. Because well, when, when I think the Super Nintendo, I mostly think of, like, really good 2D platformers and very good rpg like jrpgs and like you can't fit all of them on this thing right you can't have like final fantasies like four of... and six and chrono trigger on this no, thing. Fuck. no you couldn't do that i always think of the batman forever game that was total shit that i thought was amazing back in the day because i didn't know how games worked and i was like <laughs> it's I a lot of super george... nintendo games i get to be george clooney but like <laughs> <laughs> a dream we've all had as young boys <laughs> And General Hospital is a really good show. <laughs> Super General Hospital was a great game. Yeah. <laughs> I can I can never get past the I can never get past the intro. <laughs> this, oh man. The SSF Doom on it. If you haven't played the Super Nintendo port of Doom, I uh, Some some version of Street Fighter 2, I bet, just as a goof. Yep. The one that the one, uh, the ra- is Rainbow Edition? No, wait, that's not on Super Nintendo, is it? Uh, Championship know, like- Edition? Oh, this is not my wheelhouse at all. There's fighting game people who are going to come down on me so hard for this. I, I do not the know which version. The new Challengers. Oh, let's let's just do that one. You know, it, if, 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 any, if any fighting game people were listening to this podcast, they would have come down on us long ago, so it's fine. <laughs> also, we know we don't have any uh, Super Smash players, because I talk some dumb Smash shit on this also, podcast also, like, weekly. If, if, it, if, it, if any shit. fighting game people <laughs> talk shit on us, try fighting in real life, buddy. Oh, God. No, because there are some huge dudes who go to those tourneys, man. There's Dude, what some if you bump who... into low-tier God? Come on, man, don't do this. Like, low-tier God, <laughs> fucking... Know... I'll punch low tier god in the goddamn head. Oh god, Hamish, don't write checks again. Alright, we're getting you to CEO Dreamland. I want to see this happen. I'm gonna, oh no! I'm, I'm flying you out to Orlando. I'm, starting, like, I'm gonna start real life evil. Like, uh, evil, but like uh, actual punches and. and, and low tier god with, is the type of dude who like, looks for himself. He's gonna find this podcast, man. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna. Punch him in his goddamn head. I'm not actually gonna that punch him. Like like you have an Atlantic Ocean between you and this dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, the kind of guy who finds you. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, for for legal legal sake, I'm not going to punch. I hereby pronounce I will not punch low tier god in his goddamn head. Um, just just that was a a, a goof and a joke, and I apologize. Um, but also, if, if any fighting game people are listening to this, I'll fucking punch you so goddamn hard in your goddamn head. Um, 
that's, that's uh sorry i feel i feel like i feel like we've gotten sidetracked um, hey, hey, the, black's thoughts are his own and do not reflect <laughs> nico, talking Nic- about Nic- nico's 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 gonna punch you in your goddamn head uh nico if if you disagree with anything nico says about smash you're wrong nico says and i, I never said disagree with me. i just said i'm the best smash player in all of scotland that's all i ever claimed <laughs> big words <laughs> That doesn't sound that hard to back up, I suppose. Exactly, that's why I said it. <laughs> to be to be fair, no there, one's there gonna is, challenge me. There, there is actually like there's a there's a fucking there's a fairly strong fighting game community in Scotland. Um, there's been a couple of tourneys recently. Um, I would kill yeah. to see a Scottish fighting game tournament <laughs> so bad. I, I know, that, like I would France lie. and Spain have some pretty big ones. I, I, I never I, knew I about. Actually, I actually, I actually got asked to cover one recently, um, and like i i i or I, I got asked if i wanted like a press pass to it or something and i was like you know th- that sounds really interesting but like i don't think i could do that justice like in all seriousness for the record i have the utmost respect for people who can can dedicate themselves to games like that so uh heartily and you know so don't worry i'm not actually threatening to punch anyone in their fucking heads um i feel weird i love that you have to wheel that back I appreciate yeah ex- that. exactly yeah yeah uh I've got, I've got to think of my brand devin i've got to think of my brand um sorry i'm just i'm i, I just got transfixed on this fucking thing on GameSpot news the new reservoir dogs game gets a cinematic trailer and release date and the fucking picture they've used for this trailer I'm just going to post this in the Skype chat because you guys need to see this. this. I watched the trailer earlier today out of just, yeah, no, it's a weird thing, man. And what it's a top-down, like, strategy game. What is it's this? It's so fucking weird. Is this- Are they going to try to make it, like, Hotline Miami or something? Kind or- of. And it's got, like, time-rewinding mechanics in it and stuff. What? I think that's actually what they're going for. <laughs> Jesus so can- fucking Christ. I'm so confused to correct earlier mistakes or try a new tactic just like the film um jesus fuck um i'm I'm just i'm looking at this fucking screenshot i can't take my eyes off it it's like there's a guy with like a beard that his mustache is gray and his beard has like brown stripes in between the gray I, I don't know what character that is there's there's a guy Wait, where are you seeing this I, I don't even see a picture on the page uh it it it's it should it's like the first right i'm trying i'll tr- i need to i need to fucking get this oh god how do I, I would do like this? to congratulate drew scanlon for making it into this game by the way <laughs> oh now i true. gotta see it oh I, god what is this cartoony style yeah yeah it's that's not mr pink what the hell is this the, it's weird like it, mr brown doesn't look like a, the what the fuck is this Jesus I, fucking Christ. I don't think they could get any of the likenesses of the actors. Like, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't ask Tim Roth, hey, do you want to be in this video game? Like, <laughs> hey, do you remember do you remember in do you remember in Reservoir Dogs where you turned back time and corrected your previous mistakes? Um, we're making a game about that. Um Yeah, sure. I remember being in Prince of Persia. What? <laughs> oh Reservoir, oh Reservoir Dogs Sands of Time. I'm looking oh, at I'd Mr. Blue right now. Oh my god. <laughs> I would what is play that? a Prince of Persia game that was like weirdly <laughs> about feet. 
God, this is like that Men in Black 2 game where, like, neither of the characters were Will Smith or Tommy Lee Jones, but they were totally supposed to... Oh, God, this is like... Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I don't understand that. Like, I, I've never seen a worse design of a salt and pepper beard before yeah like, than this this is terrible because it's like it's like he just went yeah you know what you know what would look really cool like if i had like wayne statics hair but like upside down <laughs> like, it looks like uh crayola model magic did this like <laughs> it just looks like uh, it looks like it the, like the bride of frankenstein upside down yeah <laughs> I can't get oh over it. God. I can't get over this. Um, uh, don't worry, they all have color-coordinated ties, though, just in case you forget their names. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, so, yeah. Um, that's So that's Reservoir Dogs, I guess. Um, there is, I'm trying to think of other news. There's um, Actually, this one's kind of neat. Um, Star, Wars, Star Wars Battlefront 2 is being uh, written by Walt Williams who i uh if you guys don't know wrote spec ops the line uh i i don't know what you guys how you guys view spec ops the line for me it's like i cannot wait for this game because yeah. if you get to gas out a bunch of oh, um fuck. ewoks white phosphorus in shit. space white phosphorus um, on ewoks i would lose my goddamn mind yeah hell oh god i can't like uh, but also like make the white phosphorus seat like make it like you're you're good for it, well, like, it'd be just, like it'd be like blowing up something with the Death Star would be like the equivalent of that scene, right? It would be like I'm the man who had to push the button or something to blow up Alderaan, <laughs> right? It'd be like something like that, and the, yeah. the emotional weight that comes with that. I, I mean, guess. like the, th- the thing is, like the, the reason the reason I respect Walt Williams so much is because in his eyes, one of the canon endings of, or in his eyes, like the good ending of of Spec Ops: The Line is you putting down the controller, saying I can't do this anymore, and walking away. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> That's so great. I love that. And it, so, you know, if if they pull off something like like that that kind of like meta in in fucking in in, in Star Wars, like that'll be really cool. I I got I got a, someone someone uh replied to me on Twitter with saying like, "Do you think that EA's actually got this in them?" And I was like, "You know, they put out Titanfall 2." Like Titanfall, like obviously the story there isn't isn't like super inventive or whatever, but the gameplay does some things that like you know th- that you would not expect EA to do. Like I would be more worried about LucasArts in this scenario, like because obviously they are still incredibly precious about that license. Um, so yeah, I I I don't know. Like it'll it will certainly be interesting to see how this plays out because Walt Williams whenever he's announced on as, as working on something like now i'm kind of inherently interested um but yeah i, I guess keep an eye out for that i haven't i haven't even actually watched that trailer yet um have, have any of you guys watched it i watched it it looks really good but it's obviously like a cinematic trailer yeah there's no real gameplay to it yeah, yeah. and that game has a very big name to live up to even more so than star wars battlefront 2015 did yeah because yeah. star wars battlefront 2 is still talked about to this day as <laughs> yeah. a really good game and to be fair i played that game on like land servers for hours on end when it <laughs> came out so it's like they've got a lot to really make up for this game and star wars battlefront 2015 didn't really do 
I never, I, don't know if I never even played it. It was like a it. shell of a game, it felt like. Like, the what was there was fun, but only for so long before you got mega tired out on it. I don't know. I have no history with the series, so come in to it at that game, like, I, I kind of felt nothing. It, it looks good. A, like, a lot of people I know, like, actually, I, 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 my band was playing a few shows down south earlier this year, and we stayed at someone's house, and one of my like the drummer in 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 my band was like saw a copy of Star Wars Battlefront 2 on the table and was like holy shit I fucking love this game he doesn't play any other games like Star Wars Battlefront 2 was like bigger it it was bigger than a lot of people actually remember it like a lot of people who didn't who who don't play games played Star Wars Battlefront 2 and had a really good time with it. Like, it, it, it's, it's, it's that kind of level um, that, you know, you, you kind of think of that game as like, oh, it was a weird kind of nostalgia thing that, like, you know, the, you know people who play a lot of games have these really kind of fond memories of, but, like, it was it was bigger than that. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I do think that, if like, actually going with this name of Star Wars Battlefront 2 is ambitious to say the least <laughs> um so uh but you know i i am i if, if they're going with someone like walt for for writing it then totally totally down to, well, to try at least there's something to write now because the yeah. last one barely i mean no it didn't have a story it was just little vignettes of let's blow this shit up right next was it not, was like it, not it just really was not just multiplayer it had single player stuff but it was literally like bot matches okay? right okay i'm not even exaggerating it it's bot matches Fair enough. Um, speak, speaking, speak. I can't even think of a good segue for this. Um, Nico, you got to help me out. We're going into the Souls thing. What's a good What's a good segue for Souls? Hey, um, Dark Souls fuck. publisher reveals its new game, a vampire <laughs> RPG. Man, um, that was like the Dark Souls of of segues. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, did, that's, it. That did my work a, for the that's day. A, that's there a go. spicy meatball. Um, I, I zoned out that whole conversation because you said the word Dark Souls, so I just <laughs> I'll be back in a few minutes, I guess. <laughs> are you not? Are you not a fan? Are you not prepared to dine though? I know you're not prepared to die, but what about dining? <laughs> <laughs> I think Neo did a lot of things better than any Souls or Born game could ever do, yeah. and I understand how blasphemous that no, is. I, I, and no, I understand honestly, there's a there's a very very fervent fan base that will yeah. probably hear this, and I just can't I, help but not care about those games. There's there's a very fervent fan base that has listened to me talk about Souls games for a long time. Who, like, I am now pretty open about the fact that. I've kind of had enough of Souls games. <laughs> like, um, it, it, I notice which videos you disable the comments on. Let me just put that out. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> to be fair, the like literally the only video I did that for was uh, Dark Souls Two, and that was because man, never talk about Dark Souls Two unless you want the conversation to be fucking atrocious. <laughs> um, I tell you what, I'm never going to talk about Dark Souls Two. That's that. You see, Nico, he's he's learning. He's he's a he's a fast learner. This one. <laughs> I've never even played Dark Souls two, so uh, I'm still keep keep it that way. It's 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 not it's not it's not a great game. Let's, um, let's put it this way: the that H bomber video did nothing to make me rush to play that game. Like, in fact, it's maybe made me put that, it off. That that H bomber video, man. Like, I I adore 
H Bomber guys videos. He, he's he's like one one like he's created some of my favorite videos ever. That video absolutely did not need to be an hour and 20 minutes long. <laughs> Interestingly enough, he's best when he's not talking about video games. That's yeah, all I'm gonna yeah. say. It's, I mean, like, I, I was excited for that video, like, because if I, like, I figured that if anyone was going to put forward a good case for Dark Souls 2, like, actually being worth uh, a revisit, like, it would be him. And he does make, he does make some interesting points towards the end about the kind of the extra media implications of things like um, the the old woman with the uh, spindle and everything, um, but aside from that, it's a lot of like, hey, this you know people like this in Dark Souls and that's bad. Why? Uh, it's bad. Because Dark Souls two the best. Uh, yeah, as and, he uh, as he jokingly says. Yeah, sometimes. Um, I, I I I don't know. I I I feel that that's like a weird thing in in the kind of YouTube gaming space at the moment. There's a lot of people chasing after that hour long video. So we're going way off, but like they're fucking making a, they're fucking making they're, they're making another fucking Souls like Vampire Souls game, which I guess oh. fine. Um, but it's yeah, the same like, trailer that we talked about last week. For those yeah, who don't know, yeah, like, um, and uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I just I just feel that like. This is kind of almost returning to a bit about what we were talking about at the start, but it's like, there's, there's, you know, I feel that a lot of people are going for, you know, like the Joseph Anderson thing or, you know, uh, things like that. And maybe like people just think that, okay, if I talk for a game about an hour, that's inherently more legitimate than if I do a like a five minute piece on a game or something. And I'm like actually not like the reason the reason like people like joseph anderson talk for like two hours about a game is because they are going through and they are breaking it down bit by bit so the length is like a byproduct of that format whereas things like the h bomber video it's like he did that fallout 3 video which is really really good like that's an hour and a half long and felt like it needed to be because again it was breaking down like a lot of different elements of that game and like talking about you know the things like the philosophical implications of of those mechanics and systems and stuff um whereas this it's like i feel like he just did it because his his previous hour long videos did pretty well and i'm like eh, uh, you know i i, I just i just cut, it cut came down. off a bit patronizing i don't know what it is and i'm not i'm not trying to say like i was offended by it i'm just like yeah. it came off a bit like he was kind of being a dick like like a little bit like like uh, certain segments of that i was just like that's that's the argument it just sounds like you kind of just like have a different opinion and you're angry about it like it's <laughs> weird like uh, but um, i don't know I, I don't know much about matthew matosis or whatever but like <laughs> did he deserve all that fire getting thrown his way what the fuck that, that, that like, video, that video does that video does a really good like h bomber guy actually brings up that like that that matthew matosis video formed like a a large part of the discourse surrounding dark souls 2 and then was like and this is why it's bad and then never really like just said just went on a bunch of like weird tangents as to like this guy should be better at this game and it's like like that's 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 like you're you're just being a YouTube commenter at the moment. Like it's um like that 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 video is essentially an hour long twenty an hour an hour twenty minute long YouTube comment reply to Matthew Matosis's video and has about as much substance. Um like 
Matthew Matosis' video, for those that don't know, is like you I mean, if you've looked up anything to do with Dark Souls 2, you know about this fucking video. It's it's like it's like an hour long critique of of basically where Matthew thinks that Dark Souls 2 fails in comparison to Dark Souls 1 and I agree with a lot of it. I disagree with his views on a lot of other things, but like I you know, I, I think his views are well thought out there and NH Bomber guy's just like, yeah, but Dark Souls 1 ha- has a lot of bullshit in it and it's like that doesn't make Dark Souls too good. Um yeah, I don't know. Sorry, this is probably boring as fuck for you, Devin. <laughs> like um I was I was looking at everything else in the room except for like, <laughs> my microphone because I, I have nothing honestly like, man also- it's like it, it, it the thing is like part of part of all that that stuff is like why i like i have i have i'm actually thinking like the next video might be a dark souls video kind of revisiting three and stuff because i think there's some interesting things to say there but like part of that whole community and the the level of discourse surrounding that those games is a large reason of like why i don't make that many dark souls videos anymore like they did really well for me but like i I, like i kind of think to myself like man if i just made dark souls videos like i could probably do pretty well but like when that, that well's gonna dry up someday <laughs> like it's it's already like the lore videos you get for that are people like they take a word and then like the dick the oxford english dictionary defines this word as this this and this and that's why this means this in dark souls and i'm like <laughs> shut up like i'm glad that i'm glad that they're sticking to the high school paper format like <laughs> yeah because that makes me want to watch it even less yeah, so i'll yeah, say this yeah. you were you were talking about making hour and a half long videos mm-hmm. and as someone who makes things and wants to make things for a living i cannot understand justifying making something that is a feature length movie long <laughs> unless actual millions of dollars were on the line yeah 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 i mean it's god yeah it's um i i i i i don't know i just the way the way i approach making videos is very similar to the way i approach making like um writing articles but also it's just like every single fucking thing like you're taught when when you're learning how to write you're taught don't plagiarize and be concise like that's the two fucking things that you need to know about writing and it's like so much of this stuff is like just finding the the dumbest shit to talk about just to pad the length of something and i'm just like man i just like a fucking like focused 10 minute video on a game is why i enjoy things like game makers toolkit and super bunny hop and stuff like it's just short sweet says what it needs to say gets out and that's all you need as like you know uh to mention fucking total biscuit again like the guy that has videos like i will now talk about my fu- my visit to Valve and the future of Steam for about an hour. Like fucking Oh man. Jesus Christ, man. Um yeah, it's just if if you're if you're listening to this and you're thinking about making YouTube videos, don't don't get it into your head that longer necessarily means that it's going to it is going to be better because that is almost never the case. Um Sorry, what were you talking about? Fucking Souls game. <laughs> uh... Hey, there's a Souls game where you get to. Oh, it's called Code Vein. 
an RPG where you play as a vampire. And and you and you collect you collect I was gonna say you collect blood, but you already do that in Bloodborne. Why can't um, a vampire do that? You collect veins, most likely. Yeah. I don't know. Vein echoes. Vein, vein echo vein born. Um I, I thought they would be like collecting code as like a joke. Like that totally flipped the script. <laughs> This is actually just like the vampires from the Matrix, those like uh, <laughs> albino dreadlock dudes. I'd pl- I would play that game. Prepare, prepare to dine on food that isn't real. Oh, I just realized also, whoever's listening to this, since you're listening to this on April 20th, you will know more than we know about this because they're announcing something on April 20th. Prepare a blaze. <laughs> or you won't know anything about it because you'll be toked out of your mind. Hell yeah. True. Did I just imagine that fucking Vampire Souls game? Did they what? just announce what? Prepare to Dine? Did prepare just, to Dine on 420, everybody. Did I just imagine that being concise in videos was a good thing? <laughs> um, sorry, the first the first GameSpot comment here says clickbait. The, the title of this article is Dark Souls Publisher Reveals Its New Game, A Vampire RPG. Man, what fucking clickbait, you pieces <laughs> what, of shit. How dare you? What, what way is that clickbait? Uh, Deceptive headlines ahoy, GameSpot. That's the second the one. The plot twist is that's actually one of their managing editors. He just couldn't get that edit in, in time. He's like, hey, assholes. No. Um, I love comments like that. I love comments like, you should do your writing job better. And it's like, you don't understand how many people touch this yep. piece of internet before it goes out. And yep. why we're doing it, and thank you for clicking anyway, you jerk. <laughs> I like this guy. Oh, come on, the title is initially misleading. I had to think for half a second to realize that publisher does not mean developer. That's on you, my friend. Yeah. That's yeah. that's not on GameSpot. Ugh, God. <laughs> God damn. Um, I hate these appa- apparently this is Apparently this is being made by the guys who make God Eater. I oh, don't think that's... that. Uh, huh. See that that was okay. that was the thing. Like I at first, because we talked about this last week, and I was like, "God, I hope this isn't another fucking Souls game." Um, and then it was like, then I I I read like I scanned through something and saw God Eater mentioned a bunch, and I was like, "Hey, okay." And then um, uh, one of my friends on Twitter um messaged me and uh, uh said, "Hey, what do you think of this new fucking Souls game?" And I was like. Is it a Souls game? I thought it was like more like God Eater, and she was like, "No, it's actually it's, it's a fucking Souls game." It's <laughs> <was> like, okay, <laughs> so I mean, I'll play it, but I I actually don't know if I'll play it. I mean, like if if we're going based on this teaser trailer, I honestly I don't give a fuck right now. Like it's eh. doesn't look very interesting. <laughs> I mean, you I, look I, like I feel... Amy Winehouse in a trench coat with a keyblade. <laughs> Whoa, hold on, that sounds kind of cool. Yep, I was gonna say that that. <laughs> That, that actually sounds really fucking awesome. Like, yeah, you, you start just, off just in record, guys. That's not literally what this game is. This is what I think the main character looks like. Don't get your hopes up. But now you've gotten all excited for Kingdom Hearts three. She needs to actually be in that game now. Like. Oh, someone from like Organization thirteen looks like Amy Winehouse. I'm sure. I don't know what all those folks look like without their hoods on, but surely. I, I can name all of them right now, and that depresses me. Something with an X, right? It'd be like yes. Yomska or something if it was Amy Winehouse. It would be like... I know the naming scheme with them, at least. It's been a while, but I still, I still retain some KH knowledge. You should. Hamish. You should really forget all of that. But I need to. I, I need to. The three's coming out. No, it's three. not. No, it's fucking not. <laughs> Neither's the Final Fantasy VII remake. No more is just hanging out in a bunker somewhere. <laughs> 
<laughs> Those games are fucking lies. <laughs> Didn't oh people say the same thing about Persona 5? It's never coming out. It's never coming out. Now look. Oh, it, ha- it had to come out. It had to come out. I don't actually care if that seven remake comes out or not. I know. I kind of, I'm kind of actually really interested in it. That fucking teaser trailer where uh, Cloud and Barrett are walking, and it's just the first three piano keys of the intro from the original Final Fantasy VII. I've lost my goddamn mind, and I don't know why. Like it was nothing. It was just a cinematic trailer, but it was. I put so much time into Final Fantasy VII when I was an eight year old, and I should have been doing more important things like school or something. That like they they triggered something perfectly in me, and I was like, shit. Like the and the Kingdom Hearts three trailer. Since we're talking about this now, I guess they <laughs> use the orchestral version of Simple and Clean, which I fucking love, and I just about cried on the couch when I was watching that live on E three because yeah. I have emotions sometimes, but it's only tied to Japanese video games apparently. <laughs> it, 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 it touched me a bit too. I'm not gonna lie. The, the, it's, the first Kingdom Hearts was a very big game for me. Was, uh, Kingdom Hearts, yeah. Kingdom Hearts Two Final Mix is such an amazing fucking game. I, if if Persona Five did not come out, that's what I would be playing right now. I may play that once before Three comes out because I don't think I've played Two since 2006, seven, something like that. So it's been a while. Might be time. Hey, Mish. <laughs> Yo. You need a writing on games on Kingdom Hearts. Okay, uh, I'll, 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 I'll get right on that, Nico. Um, hey, wait, where? what happened to your Deadly Premonition video? I, I've i been fucking playing a lot of Persona 5 and living a lot That's of real no life. That's no excuse. Uh, to be fair, those games are kind of basically the same thing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, we were, we were talking about the, the music earlier, um, and I was all I could think about was how the opposite of of that seems to be deadly premonition where the music absolutely does not fit the mood of the scene <laughs> where, they got just as God many no. trumpets in deadly premonition as they do in persona 4 it, it's it's like <laughs> you're talking about you're, you're standing over the body of a mutilated woman talking in detail about how she got mutilated and it's just this like jazzy guitar playing like like fucking what <laughs> you, 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 and also the music is drowning out all the voices it's <laughs> um so you just yeah. you gotta beat it so we can have a red seed cast we, and we, it will be amazing we, we will we will we will do that um i i i'm also because because i i was planning a video on that and then i also started playing tony hawk 3 again and i was like okay i've got i've got to fucking do a video on tony hawk 3 <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's yeah, like, it's one of um, best damn video games ever it, it's me it's legitimately flawless <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think well, i'm the only well, person oh, in the world Canada level who, sucks Wait, no, de- I like de- Canada de- level. De- I think I'm the only person in the world who likes Tony Hawk Underground more than three. I'm not. I'm Un- not Underground's a to, fantastic game. Yeah, I, I'm like I, I'm not going to say it's better than three. It has it, like it, this is the thing. This is kind of what I want to talk about in the video, like the idea of what it means to call a game perfect, because it's like Tony Hawk Three has everything you would ever want out of that, and it's like but also tony hawk underground that story it's like it's so it's so it's, basic but also yeah, so good you that, want that it was so my bad fucking by twist over that fucking helicopter all right exactly <laughs> like, you know it's uh i i i can't uh, there's rarely been a video game story that has made me feel 
so fucking angry when someone's taking something from me. I'm like, because we all know an Eric Sparrow. We've all got an Eric Sparrow in our lives. That's why we all want to punch him. Yep. (sighs) Well, that that was that was that was some that was some good video game news. <laughs> uh, I feel like we should probably wrap up soon because we've been talking for quite a while. <laughs> um, About four hours. Yeah. yeah um, but uh, yeah, before we go though, Nico, we've got to announce the winner of our contest. Okay. <laughs> from from last week, because I mean, you know, we last week we gave away uh, uh, an unopened copy of Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild on the Switch, complete with game guide um and you know that went to uh arv i think his name was um lucky winner uh this week we've got an even more prestigious prize which is a mass effect lamp that nico got in a loot crate i think i only opened the box that contains it once to look at the lamp and realize i didn't want it (laughs) so it's yours for the low low price Uh, of an answer an answer we had an awful lot of people right in for this one Awful lot. How many exactly? Um, we had a grand total of, well, it was less than 10, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> and it's a far cry from last last week's contest. <laughs> it's, almost, it's, it's almost as if the prize isn't as good. <laughs> almost, yeah. I mean, hey, it's an LED lamp. You're saving the energy. <laughs> right, um, so, so we should talk about the question first, which was... Which what? I had to follow up on this morning because I didn't fucking remember the what, answer to what it. Is, what is the insult that I heard in Drawn to Death more more in my half an hour of playing Drawn to Death than I'd ever heard in real life? And the answer was... Nico? Can you tell me? Just oh, so oh, I don't okay. get it wrong. It was, it was <laughs> cockwomble. Okay, that's right. Which... And, Everyone, once again, everyone who submitted got it right. So we did the old, the old hat trick, and I'm I'm happy to announce that the Mass Effect Andromeda LED lamp, fresh out of Loot Gaming, the crate, copyright 2017, Electronic Arts Incorporated, made in China. I have a headache now. Goes to Alex Dungworth. Congratulations, Alex! Uh, uh, I'll email you to get your address no and send you this shall, dirty no, lamp. No longer shall you live in darkness. Be free, my friend. You can turn it on while you're playing Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> the hot game that everyone's talking about. Um, I going to say, maybe it'll make it look better. No. <laughs> just, just, just harder to look at. <laughs> um, but yeah, congrats. <laughs> well done. Congrats, Alex. I guess I, I can't I can't be arsed thinking of a new contest this week for Nico. What should we call this this competition segment? Nico, take like a break from the damn contest. I don't know. You should <laughs> give away an ounce of weed since it's four twenty. Oh, that's a good. I'll one, let eh? you figure out how to do that. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, figure out how me, to do it without. First of all, we'll delete what you just said off this cast so we don't have evidence, <laughs> and then. Yeah. Okay. So we've got to delete. Nico selling weed and me punching fighting game community in the head. <laughs> if anyone's got a return address I can use for that shipment, let me know. I'll give you um, some weed, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but then if someone needs, I need a return address to send to that one too, because I don't want this being traced back to me and oh, ruining okay. the integrity of the Reading on Games cast. You know how it is. <laughs> oh, Christ. Um, well, so that has been. <laughs> the writing on games cast i guess uh thank you very very much to devin for coming on uh it has been yeah. it's been an absolute blast 
chatting thank shit. You, thank you so much for having me. I haven't podcasted in like two years, so this feels really good. Yeah. Just to like talk about games with people who care about them. Yeah, yeah. Like even if it's over a weird Skype call. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, but yeah, we'll we'll need to get you on again sometime because because uh, you're a good fit. Um, but uh, yeah, where Very can true. where where can people find you and find your stuff if you're if you're hawking that stuff at the moment? Um, most of my volume of anything I do is on my Twitter, almost to a, a glut of sorts. <laughs> uh, you can follow me there at uh, B Boy Maestro, which is a word I found out not a lot of people can spell. M A E S T R O. Um, and if you follow me there, I'm sorry. I always apologize to anyone who follows me. Like it's just the worst decision ever because I have about two speeds and that's, I take months off and then I talk about persona for the rest of the year. Yeah. So that's what the rest of the year of my Twitter is going to look like. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I'm going to be pitching articles pretty soon because persona came out because yeah. I actually want to put the effort forward and this game is fantastic. Uh, if I do actually do that radio show and I don't get sued, I'll, think of a way to get that to people soon i guess i haven't actually tried um but yeah just follow me on twitter or actually don't don't do that uh great well uh nico where are the videos hell yeah yep uh and uh as for me, I put up a new video today uh, talking about Persona 5. You can go and have a look at that if you want. And yeah, I think that is actually going to do it uh, for the Writing on Games cast, episode 43, 420 Blaze It Baby. Um, yeah, thank you everyone very much for listening. It's always really cool to to know that people actually give a fuck about us chatting shit about video games it's it's cool so thank you very much and i guess we will see you next week for the next episode of the writing on games cast thank you very much for listening bye and that's a wrap